Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Hockey Radio Show, brought to you as always by BackpagePress.com and by the number one non-updated hockey site, LCSHockey.com. <laughs> LCS, live and dead at the same time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mike Dell. Larry, What's you can up, already man? hear we have a guest. Uh, he, he's yeah. laughing at your little quits, little jokes yeah. at the beginning of the show. That's one. Oh. <laughs> I'll introduce the guest here in a second. But, Larry, uh, earlier today you tried to bail on the show. Yeah, I absolutely tried to bail. Yep. <laughs> I sure did. Yep. No. I just said, uh, said if we hey. got no guest tonight, I'm, I'm out. I just fuck this shit or whatever. I just have no – I'm in no mood for this. And you're like, oh, we got to teach. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, we got these. And then in the second hour, our buddy uh, Kevin Jank uh, picked a movie for us to review, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. And I had already watched that mess. So I'm like, no, we're doing a show. We have to do a show. Um, so, but, but you're fired up, Larry, right? Because Todd's here. Todd Teacher, our old buddy, is here. Todd. Hello. There he is. Todd Teacher. <laughs> What's up, Todd? Now, those don't remember, uh, Todd's an old uh, chum of mine from our uh, – we go way back, Todd, to about, I don't know, 15, 16 years old, right? Somewhere around there. Um, yeah. Maybe even, pretty much. Maybe even before that. I don't know. Uh, like freshman year of high school, I would say, right? We went to different schools, though. But still, we started playing deck hockey together. Remember those days, Todd? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh <laughs> Greensburg and PA. That's right. Um, <laughs> what number did you wear back then, Todd? Um, I'm trying to recall. Uh, I, I think yeah. I had eight. Eight. Um, yeah. My hey, Larry. My first number on that team double zero. Nice. Wow. Nice. The roulette wheel. <laughs> I had one goal that whole season. <laughs> I. Uh, and I scored it from behind the net. I banked it in off the goalie from behind the net. So. Wow. Yeah, all my production was from below the goal line that year. Yeah. <laughs> that was your office. <laughs> yes. Um, so then uh, Todd, he, he, uh, as you, everyone who is a loyal listener of the show knows, he's a poet. He can go buy several of his books on 19books.com, and they're available through Amazon. Uh, how, how many are we up to now, Todd? Five, I think? Um, let's see, uh, one, two, three, four, five, yeah, five. five. <laughs> you got your private poetry? 
Uh, was, well, well, something Salvation, right? So, Salvation Party. Salvation Party. Um, Revenges. Mm-hmm. Violet. Right? Yep. And I'm yes. missing one. Oh, the fireplace. Uh-huh. For fireplace, right? Or, yeah, or furnace. The, what is it? Fireplace? The fireplace. Yeah, there it is. There's five. How many do you own, Larry? Uh, zero. If I'm being honest, I mean. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, now, Todd, uh, you're working on another one, right? Yes, yeah, so I'm working on African Shepherd. African well, I'm Shepherd. Gonna buy, I'm going to buy six copies of that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make up for it. Now, uh, is that like a dog breed? Uh, I went down to the pound and picked me up one of them African Shepherds. Is that what that is? Or? Um, I never looked at it that way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose it could be. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. What's the significance I, of the term African Shepherd? I my thoughts were uh, like a a pastoral, um, like an actual occupation of like shepherds, say with sheep, but it's up in Africa. Oh. Yeah, in Africa. <laughs> yeah, They're African Shepherds. All right, fair enough. Uh, so where are we on the progress of that manuscript? Well, I would say. Um, by the end of this month, that it, it should be done. Ah, two weeks. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. Excited. Now we were just going to wait to have you back on when that book was done, and you know we released it and everything. But uh, you have a special event coming up that we wanted to hype. So why don't you tell the kids what you're going to be doing? All right, kids. <laughs> Coming to you, coming to you, coming to you, coming to you. Through Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. One night only. That's right. That's right, This one day. Todd is coming to you one night only through Zoom this Monday. So that would be, what, the 20th? Is that what Monday would be, the 20th? Yeah, that's the, the date. You're putting on a um, Zoom concert. That's right. Uh, for for the kids. For the kids. That's right. Do I get a, Do I get a pay for Zoom? Uh, no, you no, can download it for free. Put it yeah. in. Now, uh, what was? I guess we should mention. Like, we haven't talked to you since the big pandemic started. So, of course, that crushed your. Uh, performing career because it closed all the bars and whatnot, right? So no more places to play around the Pittsburgh area. Um, Yeah, that's true. I mean, I probably would have gone to some open mics um, like Mr. Toad's in Greensburg (laughs) or uh, um, but I was working on uh, asking like a coffee house to do a gig. Um, I, I bought some equipment and I got about uh, like a half hour to 40 minutes of songs down. Wow. Um, yeah. 
Todd, are you going to wear a mask on your Zoom concert? <laughs> um, Just to encourage it in other people? Uh, I'm afraid not. Uh. <laughs> How about the Encore? Encore? Maybe like a yeah. Spider-Man mask. Yeah, or maybe come out in the mask and then, you know, like, take it off all sexy and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, it could it could play a part. Like, <laughs> it could play a part. Too now, so, it, <clears throat> Todd, this Zoom concert you will be hosting, it, it is free to attend and watch, correct? That is correct. Uh, it's free. But Zoom only gives you uh, 40 minutes if you don't pay for it. Oh, I see. Um, All right. Yeah. That's going to be a tight 40. But, yeah. <laughs> what time does it start on Monday, 8 p.m.? Uh, 9.30 p.m. No, 9.30 till 10.10. 10. That's correct. Yeah, that's, okay. that's right during Monday Night Raw, you know, so... If, um, <laughs> If Oscar's on TV, Todd, I probably won't be there. But as long as Oscar's not on TV all, all the time. But let's see. So uh, now, 9.30 Eastern time this Monday. Yeah, Larry. Now tell everybody, like, how, how, how do they go about finding your specific concert? Um, Let's see. There's a, uh, a number I can give uh, – uh, that might help out. So. Let me see if I can get it. Yeah, like okay. Zoom. Uh, you got a there's a there's a code number you type in or something. I will tweet out the info. Yeah, we can uh, tweet out your number. Yeah, but uh, if, if you have it handy, Todd, maybe we can give it a here on the air as well. And by the way, Teach, I spoke with uh, our old buddy Matthew Sikoski this week. First time I fucked him in a very long time, and he was unaware of the Zoom concert. So I told him, but. But you might you might want to send an invite to Matthew too, you know. I I did uh, send him uh, a message and uh, did, and he's he's all excited. Oh, nice! <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> he's all excited. <laughs> <laughs> now, is um, it it will be just you performing the Zoom concert? Do we have any special guests? Any opening acts? Anything like that? Well, this particular gig um, is uh, just me. Um, and and Larry, I don't know if you're aware of this. That's an insider term, but gig means like performance, a musical performance. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm aware of that <laughs> All right. word. All right. So it's just you on the gig, and uh, what what kind of music can we look forward to? Will you be playing the keyboards, the guitar, harmonica? What what are we looking at? I will we'll be playing a uh, uh, Kohala ukulele, soprano. Oh. <laughs> soprano. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah, like Tiny Tim. <laughs> ukulele. Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna sing "Tiptoe Through the Tulips"? I. Uh, it's not on the set list. Uh, it's not. Well, it should be. <laughs> I, I will say this uh, Like a week or so ago Todd asked me to help him test out the Zoom And we Zoomed each other up there And he did bust out the ukulele for a little bit so- Sounded marvelous 
Here's a suggestion too, Todd. You don't have to take it mm-hmm. or not, but I'd say over the weekend, like get yourself like maybe four or five of like the big bag Doritos, like the the family size party bags or whatever, and then after your <laughs> last song, just beat the fuck out of them. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just to go out on a high note, just slam those motherfuckers all over your apartment or your house or wherever you live. Take the ukulele and just bash some fucking Doritos, man. I think it'll be uh, therapeutic for everybody. <laughs> now, would he keep the Doritos in the bag when he smashes them, or like dump the Doritos out and then? No, uh, no, 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 no. You start in the bag, and then you see what kind of carnage. Because like you know, once you start smashing them, like they'll pop and stuff, and then you know maybe okay. some will fly out. You can hit them baseball bat style, yeah. rub your genitals on them, whatever. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Every time a Doritos gets mentioned, I always have to tell my favorite story about Doritos. Uh, I was in the third grade, Larry, third grade at Blessed Sacrament Cathedral School in Greensburg, PA. Uh, we were taking a Spanish class, third grade. They were, they were testing with uh, kids that age could learn Spanish, so we were like the first class. We were, so at the end of the season or the year, <laughs> we had a uh, a big party out in the playground, and it was you know Spanish themed. So there's just a big vat of Doritos. All right. Mhm. <laughs> and I was I don't like know so if Doritos are Spanish Doritos. themed, but all right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, whatever. Um, right. I was very excited. So I go to the big vat of Doritos, it's like a dream come true, and I find that this one here in the corner there there's this one Dorito. It's enormous and it's very thick. <laughs> and I'm like, "Holy fuck, I just found that why well, I didn't swear cuz I was a kid. Uh, I just found like the the best Dorito ever. It's like the the king of all Doritos. It's great. So I picked up. It was like a slice of pizza. This thing is huge. And I was like, oh, this is the best Dorito ever. So right away I try to crunch it. I can't even bite into it. Like it's so thick. My 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 mouth just clamps on it, and I'm like stuck. And I'm looking around, and no one's seen me yet. So I just slowly take the Dorito out of my mouth. Put it back in the vat and walk away. <laughs> Yikes. That is gross. That's why we have coronavirus. Yeah. It's that kind of shit. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> My God. Exactly right. Uh, so, Teach, uh, ukulele, is that going to be it? Just the ukulele or other instruments as well? Well, I have a mine. I don't know. It's a uh, German uh, tambourine. Oh, a German What's a tambourine? German tambourine as opposed to every other place in the world tambourine? <laughs> it's just very strict. <laughs> and it's a foot tambourine. It's a foot? It goes on your foot. Yes. Oh, okay. All right, well, that is different then. He's like a one-man band, Larry. Like he's slaying. Yeah. One-man you got symbols on, like, the inside of your knees and stuff? You got that <laughs> thing going on? Um, I, I haven't seen them for sale. Ah, <coughs> but if, yeah. Well, we'll keep an eye out for that. We can fundraise you some knee symbols. <laughs> what about, like, an accordion teach? Have you ever played the accordion? Um, I never played it, uh... There's a guy in Pittsburgh that plays it at uh, open mics. <laughs> what kind of stuff does he play? Does he play like ACDC and that kind of shit on it, or does he play like traditional polka music? <laughs> uh, he, well, he like plays uh, kind of a 
a rock, um, like Envy. Mm. So he he's a harder <laughs> style. Yeah. All right. I'd like to get this guy on the show. Can you put us in touch with him? Cause, like, what do you think his life like? He's going around Pittsburgh playing open mic with his accordion. What, what do you think is going on there? What? I don't know. Uh, sounds, sounds like he's got it going on to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't play the accordion. Well, I wonder what the accordion groupie scene is like. It's better than this scene. <laughs> There's no groupie here. The fake here. radio, the yeah, fake the radio, fake radio scene has nothing. <laughs> Austin, like even Kevin Smith won't talk about our podcast. He talks all he does is talk about podcasts all day, every day about everything. But send him a link. Yeah, he love it. He would love it. So oh, ukulele, a foot tambourine, maybe some inside knee symbols if we have time to raise the money. Yeah, if we can get him, you know, if we can find them. So uh, no keyboard though, teach. What about oh, harmonica, yeah, be... or like permanently braced around the neck so that it's available at any any moment? You know that that setup where you have the mm-hmm. harmonica. Like you know, do you have do you have one of them harmonica braces and a harmonica? I do have one of those and the harmonica. Nice. Because <laughs> yeah. there there's no point really in that. having the brace unless you have the harmonica. You know. Yeah. So <laughs> it's good that you have both. I have a harmonica. I can't play it though. I guess, Larry, maybe you could, if you just had the brace, maybe you could, like, put a sandwich in there instead of a harmonica. Oh, yeah. and then, like, you, already have, you always have a sandwich ready to go. That would yeah. be good. Yeah. Hot dog. But, uh, Todd, what about the Casio? You busting out the Casio or not? Oh, yes, the Casio CTK 2000, 2000, 2000. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to have a, a sample, a sample. Oh, you're sampling too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my, my favorite was uh, you thought it would just hit the demo button and go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Bossa Nova. <laughs> uh, this is going to be quite the concert. Now, now Todd, are you, uh, when we tested the zoom out the other day, you're like standing in front of your kitchen window. Is that where the performance will be taking place, or are you going to have, like, a big stage set up and, like, background uh, stuff going on? Or uh, what can we expect in terms of, like, the uh, setup? Well, um, I will be in the kitchen uh, where you saw me uh, by the uh, two windows. Um, And I have, like, a, a red light that kind of does, like, a disco ball thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about pyro? Do you have any pyro? Yeah, I want it to look like a great white concert in there when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> That's a smoke. Uh, pyro. That's a smoke. I have a candle. Oh, that'll that work. Yeah. What about sparklers? Yeah. Uh, you can, like, stick them in a not, birthday cake or something. That would look cool. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you bash the Doritos off the birthday cake while they're on fire with the <laughs> sprinklers. I'm just, you know, just throwing things out there. Spitballing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, I'm excited for this. So, once again, it's Monday the 20th, uh, 9.30 p.m. And we'll we'll tweet out the info to everybody so they, they can join in as well if they want. Or, were you able to find the uh, code at 
for the Zoom yet, Peach? Any luck? Oh, that's good. Yeah, there's uh, two numbers I have here. Uh, one is right. the meeting ID. Yeah, the, the Zoom meeting ID number, all right? Okay. That is 799-2335-6210. That's a lot of numbers. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of yeah. I don't even think I can. That's more than Twitter all let. <laughs> then there's a second number. Uh, there's something called a personal meeting ID. Um, yeah, I don't know. Could you give that out? <laughs> Man, I've never used. I've never used that. Is that maybe that number's just for you? It could be. Uh, Maybe that's for you to get in, and then the other number's for everybody else to get in? Yeah, I, I think we yeah. just need the Zoom meeting ID number. I think that's all we need. Okay. I think. But, now, how, were the, how how was the audio when you guys tested the other day? Like, did you play anything? It was great. You, you could hear it. It sounded like, it sounded like the clear. ukulele was in my room. Huh. <laughs> all right. He played tiptoes through the tulips. No, he did not. Um, what the fuck, man? But, uh, well, Todd, now, do you have a title <laughs> for this concert? Like, uh, oh, I don't yeah. know. Like a, you know, bands all have like a tour. They name the tour or something. Do you have a title for the concert? I, I would say by the Two Windows Tour. <laughs> the two windows tour. <laughs> fuck Doritos Tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, well, all I got is uh, the July Zoom gig. Did, did you go underwater right now, Todd? Yeah. Lost yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you, I heard July, and then I didn't hear anything after that. Uh, July Zoom gig. Oh, the July, the July Zoom, Zoom gig. gig. And again, that's All an right. insider uh, term. Yeah. Yeah. Live Zoom um, gig. How about uh, Todd Stock? Ooh, Todd, Todd Stock. Stock. Todd of Palooza. I don't know if it can be a, a Palooza at 40 minutes. Yeah. A lot has to go on in that 40 minutes, I think, to Palooza it. Yeah. Will you be uh, dressed for the occasion, Todd? Any special outfits while you perform? Ooh. That's that's a good point. Uh, I I do <laughs> I, have a wardrobe section. Nice, because like you know, like when Shakira or someone performs, they like to switch outfits, you know. Mm-hmm. So maybe you could have like three different outfits over the course of the forty minutes. So. <laughs> uh, that's that's work. <laughs> yeah. Well, damn it, we want to see a performance. You know? Yeah, I want to see something uh, like maybe a purple suit. You got a purple suit? Um, I think that would look cool. Purple. Uh, it would be cool. Uh, made out uh, of felt. Made out of felt. Uh, I like the way you think. Nope. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Throwback. Now, uh, these songs you'll be performing, Todd, are these like uh, old classics or these new material? Uh, what about the songs? 
Um, I would say uh, it's new. Uh, a lot, lot of new songs. Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to think. Only one is, I would say, maybe like uh, like three years old, and the, the rest are like six months old. Remember Earthworm on the Ark of the Planet? That was, yeah. I can't remember the exact. Like, do we not bring that? Does, does that not come up anymore? I I have that, but due to time constraint, I might just have that one in my back pocket. <laughs> yeah, right. maybe for the encore. There's time. Oh yeah, uh, and of that, course, Todd. Oh, you know, hopefully people won't be upset if you're not playing the hits. But I mean, I'm guessing everyone's going to want to hear Tom Barrasso. You know, I'm your Tom Barrasso. Uh, has to be the closer. I, I was rehearsing that the other day. Oh, all right, Tom Barrasso. Yeah. Now, will you be covering anything? No, I I know one cover, and that's on a uh, acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. I would and like to cover what? Matthew Sakoski's Darcy Tucker's song. <laughs> Remember the Darcy Tucker song from <laughs> yeah, back in the awesome. day? I think I think I Todd. Do. That's a good. I think it's, that's a good song that Todd could cover. That song was awesome. Uh, Todd, gone. what is the one cover that you know? I know a uh, Bob Dylan song called You Gotta Serve Somebody. Oh. You gotta right. serve somebody. Very good. All right. Well, it should be quite the show. I'm looking forward to it. Again, Monday, 9.30. Zoom. And we'll tweet out the info. Uh, Peach, what else has been going on? Oh, yeah, the Todd July Zoom gig. Uh, What what else has been going on, Todd? How have you been staying busy? You've been driving the Uber, right? But what's the pandemic done to your Uber business? It hasn't uh, slowed it down. Um, Really? No, I I haven't slowed down personally. Uh, There's still uh, requests. So a demand. Um, hmm. They, and they, and uh, how often do you drive? Do you go five days a week? Um. Yeah, five days a week. Uh, about twenty-five hours a week. Wow, how That's about that? Bad. Now I'm In sure cars, we've oh, talked about. Oh, okay, yeah. Larry. I'm sure we've talked about this before, but do you offer any amenities in the back seat? Is there mints or magazines or waters? I I have uh, mints and gum. Mm-hmm. Wow, uh, that's nice. Mints and yeah, uh, and and I've uh, let's see, I, I have a cigarette lighter in the glove compartment. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Do you now, now do you allow people do you smoke? I I don't. No. Do you allow people to smoke in your car? Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh hell. Yeah. Now has anybody <laughs> ever like blazed one up in your car like with with a J or anything? Hit the ball? Anything? Um well no. Uh, I mean, they've had cigarettes and they politely asked first and 
Oh, oh, it says, you know, to put the window down. Uh-huh. All right. But nobody's ever, like, busted out of Jay and, like, hey, you cool if I just hit this oh. real quick <laughs> before we get to the place? <laughs> they, they, I've smelled it. I don't think they've actually smoked <laughs> it inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they probably just smoked it before you picked them up or whatever, yeah. I, yeah. I could see that. So when you uh do you wear a mask when you drive these people? Well, yeah, thankfully, uh about like three weeks ago or like four weeks ago, it's a policy, it's mandatory that the driver and rider have to wear a mask. Oh, the the rider also so what if the rider tries to get in your car and he doesn't have a mask? You have the right to uh, deny the trip to ask them out. Is that have you ever you? denied? Yeah. Um, I haven't denied it. Um, I've, there was one guy who would not put a mask on when I asked, and I was just like, uh, "I'll just drive you. No, no big deal." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. All right. Like, fuck no! I ain't putting a mask on. I'm like, all right, cool, I'll take it. <laughs> so indignant. Everybody, so people are so indignant. Constitutional fucking freedoms are being broken here. Uh, yeah, how about that? Um, I'm trying to think. Well, uh, what's the weirdest uh, Uber customer you've ever had? Uh, um. Well, there's this guy uh, who's intoxicated, and uh, I had to get the okay from Uber to physically shake him to, to wake him up. <laughs> oh, my God. He passed out. shake him. <laughs> go, go ahead. You can, you can shake him. That's weird. <laughs> No, you, you ever had anybody barf in the car? Um, thankfully, no. But I've had someone say, "Please stop the car now." Oh, well, at least, at least they give you a heads up, though. <laughs> yeah. And when they, meant I just like now, the idea of meant... Todd. I'm sorry, I just like the idea of Todd having to contact Uber. Can I shake this person? <laughs> Is that okay? Uh... Yeah. Yeah. So free to What about so, so what if they would say no? Yeah, like if Uber said no, you can't shake him. You're just stuck. You got to wait till that guy wakes up. Gotta... Oh man, I'm I'm there for a long haul. <laughs> <laughs> just keep shutting your door over and over again. That's what I would do. Turn the music up really loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or he bust out the ukulele, and he's like, "All right, I'm up, I'm up." Is that Linda Ronstadt <laughs> over there? <laughs> oh, wow, it's amazing. Um, any other? What, what's the like the people? What's the most common destination? Like, do people go into from the bar to the home, or are they are they going out to bars? Like, where do you usually take people? Um. I would say the majority is like uh, from either family and friends place to home. Uh-huh. Family and friends. Huh. Like to come up. 
Like, you ever have somebody, like, you just go pick them up because they just want to get a pack of cigarettes? Yeah, that that happens, too, uh, around trip. Um, like, like no, our buddy, Mich- oh, go ahead. It's just, you know, they're paying, like, whatever Todd's fee is, $20 for that, and just to buy, like, a $7 <laughs> pack of cigarettes? I don't know. It's weird. Well, it's not that much. Hey. But... No, it's not that much. No. Uh, I guess it depends how far away the cigarettes are, right? But I mean, I mean if they're far enough away mm-hmm. that you're not gonna you're not gonna walk to get your cigarettes, then they could be expensive. I don't know. I don't know. How, I never had an Uber, so I have no idea. But don't underestimate Western Pennsylvanians, Larry. They're very uh, lazy and fat. Oh, I, no, I hear you. <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> now, how's the car holding up, Todd? Because I know our buddy Michigan Frank was driving Uber, and one of the reasons he kind of just stopped doing it was his car was getting the shit beat out of it. Well, um, there has been some uh, repairs. Um, yeah. There's something called the uh, Verge uh, Purge. The Verge Purge? <laughs> <laughs> The Verge. All right, so you had to get that replaced, a Johnson rod, basically. <laughs> uh, at good old, well, this is VW place in New Ken, called Hillcrest. They, it's under warranty. They did it for free. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I, it's, where is that place? Because I, I live pretty close. Like, where's Hillcrest? Um, it's like Lower Borough. It's it's on a uh, right off the highway. Um, uh-huh. I can't recall it. Um, I know I've been by, by the Panhandle. Uh, not by the Panhandle. <laughs> it's an old Letterman show. <laughs> anyway, it don't matter. Don't you live in Braddock? You still live in Braddock, though, right? Yeah, I'm still in Braddock. Uh, I mean, because that's kind of like, isn't that a long drive to New Ken for your car? That's maybe that's why your car's having problems because you got to drive it 200 miles to get it fixed. <laughs> it is a hike. Uh, because like, like, um, like yeah, I only live like five minutes from there, you know, five ten minutes from where you're talking about. If I had to drive to oh, Braddock, okay. I'd be like, man, that's long. So far. Now, what do you, what do you I, drive I in, like a, an SUV? No. Oh, what's that? What, like, what, what do you drive? What kind of Volkswagen do you have? Oh, it's a uh, 2019 Golf. So it's real small, oh, new, right? New car. Oh, it's small. That? Yeah. I mean, it's four-door. And it, I mean, it's it's comfy. It's kind of deceiving, you know. Oh, okay. There's more room than you think. Because I'm pretty tall, you know. If I had to get into that thing, it looks small. <laughs> no, is it 2019? You already had to get it repaired. Well, this the the exhaust system with the the valve, and and also I have I've had some flat tires. Oh no. 
Yeah, I would. You know, somebody that drives a lot gonna get a lot of flats. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Mm. Huh. How about that? There's something else I was gonna ask. Um, shoot, can't remember. What about? All right. Was it about the ex-roommate? I know we found out things didn't end well. <laughs> we like, we talk about Dean every it? time. Oh, Dean. Uh, Dean. That's the name. But I, I asked Todd uh, when we were doing our Zoom call. I said, "Hey, how's Dean? Have you heard from Dean?" And he held up a letter that he got for Dean at the house. Right, Todd? <laughs> you get, you still get mail it's for Dean. Dean. Oh, it's for Dean. It wasn't from Dean. Yeah. Okay. You're getting Dean. No, no, no. Let's see. Yeah. So I guess he hasn't talked to Dean then. No. no I talked to Dean, but, uh, like, a positive was uh, he, we, he always had um, Marx Brothers movies to watch. Marx oh. Brothers? I like yeah. the Marx Brothers. I've never seen a Marx Brothers movie. Oh, they're they're funny. Yeah, Chico's the best. Because uh, <laughs> uh, Gilbert, you know, when when you listen to Gilbert's podcast, he talks about the Marx Brothers at least forty five percent of the time every week. Yeah, I used he to watch them all back in the day. I uh, had one VHS tape though, you know. So <laughs> he does a Groucho <laughs> impression. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in fact, I was just remembering a uh, Marx Brothers line the other day. Um, when Groucho is like some businessman, he's talking to uh, Chico about uh, the contract they're going to sign. He says, "Oh, there's also a sanity clause," and Chico says, "Oh, you can't fool me. I know there's no such thing as a sanity clause." See, see, <laughs> little play on words. Yeah. Sanity clause. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> good times. Holy shit! I got to get rid these. I also took another thing from the Marx Brothers. Whenever I like uh, go to push a button, I push it with my index finger and then shoot like a gun. Face. Yeah. <laughs> huh, <all right. laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I, I understand. That's a Marx Brothers thing. Yeah, Chico used to do it. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about Zeppo and Harpo and? Uh, Harpo was you know he's okay. Uh, yeah, Groucho and Chico are the two best, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that um, yeah, so much. Who who was the one that like one of the bad news bears was the grandkid of one of the Marx brothers, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, not <laughs> oh, not Tanner. Who was the other like blonde haired kid? You know, like the blonde haired blue eyed kid on that team. Lupus? No, 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 <laughs> not Lupus. Not Timmy Lupus. Um I can't remember his name, but I think I'm pretty sure that's that I'm I'm pretty sure he's the grandson of Maybe Zeppo? Did, was Zeppo like a... Did he have curly blonde hair? No. Harpo had... What, I think he was wearing a wig, though. I, I don't know. But uh, I don't know. He, Zeppo, Zeppo was kind of like the straight man. He he never really... When you think of the Marx Brothers, you think of Groucho, Chico, and Harpo. And then Zeppo's kind of like... He's like know, the Bud Abbott. Separate. Yeah, he's kind of. He never was really in the comedy bits. He usually would like have an, a straight drama acting role in the movie or something. Yeah. Oh, I see. All right. It was usually mainly just those three doing the bits. But, um, so so anyway. are they like three stooges, or like like no. are they smacking each other in the face, or what's going on? Is no. it just quips? They're, they're very like uh, Groucho and Chico are way uh, quick dialogue, and then Harpo is more physical comedy. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, All right. I never watched them. Oh, uh, very good. Duck soup, horse feathers. 
Night at the Opera. Yeah, good stuff. Check them out, Larry. All right. Well, if I ever see one on somewhere, maybe I will watch one. Yeah. Uh, so, Todd, what else have you been up to? Anything uh, of importance? Well, let's see. Uh, I just got back from uh, Topsail Island, North Carolina. Holy hell. Todd's traveling. <laughs> Where were you at? <laughs> uh, Topsail Island. Topsail Island. What, North what, Carolina. What, what goes on there? Yeah. Um, well, it's a really uh, good vibe, like a laid-back vibe. Um, uh, my uh, brother and sister rented a place in uh, North Topsail Beach. Um, and we just say seafood and like uh, just hung out on the beach. It, did some buggy boarding. <laughs> now, is did that you part get any of like the coronavirus? A... Did you get any of that when you're there? <laughs> well, I'm crossing my fingers. Yeah. I, is that part of the outer is top cell part uh, of the Outer Banks? Uh, no, it's it's south of the Outer Banks. Uh, off the top of my head, uh, like a like a good hour south from the oh, Outer Banks. I got gotcha. you. Were you wearing a mask on the beach? No, I I, w- I wasn't. Uh, but when I went into uh, restaurants, um. Like to the fractured prune donut shop, I I wore a mask. <laughs> the Did fractured prune donut shop. Is yeah, that the name like, of the like fractured, fractured prune? Yeah, like like uh, yeah, the F on fractured had a looked like a cast or a uh, sling on it. <laughs> and what That's kind a weird of donut for a donut shop? Yeah, <laughs> not very. Do they have prune donuts there? Like donuts made out of prunes? Well, no, I didn't, there was no prune donut. Not, I didn't see any. That's weird. You think they had at least a prune donut? Oh, I hear you. I'd eat it. That sounds like a <laughs> terrible donut place. <laughs> well, what did you order when you went there, Todd? What did you get? Um, there was. I ordered. Key lime, peaches, oh. um, strawberry shortcake. Oh, yeah, look at that. Banana yeah. cream. Wow, Todd's <laughs> loading up on the donuts. Oh, wow. Donuts are good. Did you get any maple? I like maple. Oh, uh, I do like maple. I, I might have missed that. Uh, yeah. That's all right. Yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, you can get them anywhere. <laughs> Can't get key lime donuts anywhere. You can get maple donuts anywhere. That, yeah. And apparently you can't get a prune donut anywhere. No. <laughs> Even at the donut store named after a prune. Hmm. Um, well, what else? Uh, have you been watching anything on the TV? Do you even have the TV, Todd, or you just spend your day uh, playing the ukulele? <laughs> I, I 
I do not have to have a TV. Yeah, see? He's living life the right way, Larry. No TV. What are you, what are you watching all day, man? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I, I do uh, put up uh, Conan O'Brien. Uh, oh, so you have like YouTube. a tablet or something. Yeah. You are watching television of some kind, just maybe on a computer or something. Yeah, on my iPhone. There you go. All right. So you're still watching TV, though. Yeah. Um, like even Letterman. Oh. Every, every once about, about once a year, I go back and I watch the Letterman finale again because it was really fucking good. <laughs> yeah. That last show was like as good as it gets. Yeah, it was really awesome. Like a lot of best of stuff in there, and you know the top ten was really good. Foo Fighters at the end. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was really good. Not bad. Todd, are you excited for uh, hockey coming back, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll listen to it. Uh, uh, Mike Lang. Um, well, sorry, Lang won't be doing I mean, it. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I guess Larry baseball they're they're next week or is that when they're starting. I don't know. I, who knows? I don't even know. I'm not paying attention to any of it. Hmm. Maybe this is the Buckos year. <laughs> it could be. I mean, you know, you only have to win like everyone else know. will get the COVID, and they'll win. Yeah, Gregory, Gregory Polanco has the COVID, so that's good. I don't know. What are you gonna do? All right, yep. Teach. Well, uh, I guess that's it then. Any, anything else you'd like to tell the kids? Um, let's see. Uh, He's going over his checklist. Yeah. Uh, but, um, he's, he's still considering. Still considering. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, well, uh, that would be biting. I don't, don't want to bite right now. You don't want to bike right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, B-I-T-E. I don't bite. Um, oh, bite. So, so, Biting. Yeah. Bite. Like, I don't want to take someone else's line. <laughs> we don't have any lines. <laughs> yeah, we don't have <laughs> so, All right. Fair enough. All right. So let's uh, remind everybody, Monday the 20th, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, Todd is on Zoom, and uh, we'll tweet out the info this weekend. Everyone should tune Seven, in. 799 nine, <laughs> There you go. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote it down. Oh, okay. I was going to say, yeah. you're like Rain Man. Nah, not even close. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> the the book African Shepherd hopefully by uh well August look for it in August it was a, it yeah it don't need edited 
final touches on the artwork, I'm sure, on the cover or whatever, whatever. Yeah, have you yeah. picked the cover image for it yet, Teach? Yeah, it's, it's good old Greensburg, PA. Nice. Yeah. There's nothing that says African Shepherd more than Greensburg, PA. <laughs> that is true, yeah. What about Greensburg Shepherd? Yeah. Ooh. And you're shepherding your, your, your poems into this book. <laughs> Plus, you know. He'll think about it. It's not as sensitive because, you know, somebody's going to have a problem with the title. I'm just letting yeah. you know. <laughs> They're going to cancel you for calling an African. Yep, y- yep. You're going to get canceled. Uh, Somebody's going to try to cancel Todd Teacher. Huh. Probably yeah. my Avino, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Todd. Well, thank you for joining us, Teach, as always. And uh, when African Shepherd comes out, we'll get you back on again. Good times. Yeah. All right, Todd. All right, Teach. Stay safe, buddy. Wear a mask. Yeah, Don't wear a mask. <laughs> all right, kids. If you're listening, uh, um, just uh, do, do one of those uh, fist pumps, like, fist, like handshakes. <laughs> do a fist your... bump instead of a handshake. That's what you're telling them. Yeah, well, I got three kids. Or just a just a wave. How about a wave? You just wave to somebody. Yeah. Hello. Don't even touch That's them. That's good. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Remember, Todd, stock up on Doritos this weekend. It'll work. Four big family size bags. Yes. Or five. And a birthday cake with sparklers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be a birthday cake. Oh, yeah. Made out of felt. That's all you need. Wow. That's all. You can get that done tomorrow. And you got all day Sunday to just relax. All right, Todd. All right, Todd. Thank you, buddy. Later. (laughs) There he goes. Todd Teacher. All right. How about it? Uh, Are you excited? Monday, 9.30, Zoom? Yeah, I might, if I'm up. Yeah. If I'm up. Um, Like I said, if if Oscar's on, it's going to be dicey. We'll see. Street Dreamer says Blog Talk's not playing the show at all. He's like he's been trying since the show started. It doesn't play, so I don't even know if any of this is happening right now. <laughs> well, I'm it's sure it's time. happening. I mean, I don't know if it's being recorded. I mean, you and I are talking, but it might be it. Well, that'll be a very disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. At least we don't pay for this. Oh wait. No. Anyway. What are you gonna no. do? I'm sure it's recorded. All right. Don't worry. Um, so, Larry. So, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think what else is going on. I had something else to talk about. Um, oh, you know what I watched this week before you get into the big movie review at Jank? On the WWE uh, Network, Larry, they have uh, R-Truth has his own game show now. Are you aware Really? No. Yeah. Like, I knew they were planning it for a while, and then, like, the pandemic stuff happened, so they changed it up, and he just does it, like, via Zoom. Okay. And, but it's it's pretty entertaining, because it's our truth. Is it? 
And uh, is it wrestlers like, or uh, regular people? Wrestlers. Contestants. So oh, okay. the first episode, uh, the first 15 minutes was with Alexa Bliss, and then the second 15 was with uh, Sheamus. So he starts off like asking the first round. It's like he asks her questions. Like she's a big Disney fan, so he would ask her some Disney questions. And then he'd ask her some wrestling questions, and yeah, you know, she tries to get him right. And then uh, they do some other bit. Did she have Mickey uh, ears all over the wall? Yes. Because I saw her tweet out like, "Oh, I I better get some more Mickey ears or something like that." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, she right. loves." So that was from that. Okay. I think so, yeah, because they do show her ears over the wall. And uh, then, like, they do a thing, uh, scavenger hunt is one of the bits. So he just says random things, and they have to go find it in their apartment and show them, you know. Um, but it's funny, like, because, like, he'll ask questions, and they'll give the right answer, but he'll just give them a different answer, like it's wrong, you know, and he'll be like, nope, that's wrong. And yeah, so oh, I don't know. It's oh, and he just awards points. Like, how many points does he want? So he'll just give them points. Um, so. All right. That sounds fun. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah. No, I follow him on Twitter. I've never seen him mention anything about this. I, I see him post videos of yeah. himself dancing a lot, but I've never seen him mention the game show. I I didn't know about it either. I just turned on the network the other night to uh you know watch Oscar and look uh oh, there's our truth right at the top. He's like hey, because um, they're also having like stuff for Women's Evolution the anniversary. They're Showing like best of matches and stuff, so I've been watching some of those. Oh, hey, remember that? Remember a couple of years ago that one time we had a woman's pay per view? Oh, let's just relive that over and over again. <laughs> no, but all the main events and stuff, you know. Uh, so, uh, and they also have a new like thing about Oscar. It just follows her career. Since you missed her NXT career, Larry, you should watch it. It's like it shows her some of her best matches from NXT. It just, like takes it, you through it just shows like a minute of it, or it's the whole match. Uh, it'll show like the whole match, and then like between those matches and the next one, they'll show little highlights, and then it takes her from it's basically her whole undefeated streak in NXT onto the main roster, and it ends after she loses. They don't show the loss to Charlotte; they just show clips of it, <laughs> but they, that's where it ends. But uh, Is Charlotte they show, still like, down there? Her... No, she's gone. For remember, she's having that surgery. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. Fix her bosoms. Apparently, that's what the surgery's for. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, because remember after she beat Oscar at WrestleMania, she took time off uh, to, uh, and she got her bosoms done then. But I guess what was going on there is uh, her original implants were leaking silicone, so she was getting real sick. So she replaced them, but she they, the surgery they did then was like the simplest way to do it, so she could get back quicker. And yeah. so this way, they're this time they're going to fix them up proper, I guess. So. That's so pathetic, man, that you feel like, oh, I, I got to get <laughs> fake boobs. Yeah, but they look spectacular. You know, I so. know, but it's so fucking, it's so, it's sad in a way. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, she uh, is going to be gone for a few weeks. And it looks like, uh, well, oh, Extreme Rules is this uh, Sunday later. So we got Oscar and Sasha. And it looks like they're teasing that Oscar's going to, because it looks like Kyrie is leaving, to go back to Japan, because um, her and Oscar lost to Bailey and Sasha, and that was probably their last match as the Kabuki Warriors. And but uh, on their little Raw talk show they do, uh, Kyrie says she wants to face Oscar, so Oscar said after she beats Sasha, she will wrestle Kyrie. So I think they're going to have Kyrie's last match at SummerSlam versus Oscar. So. We'll see. Mm. All right. 
So who's going to win the belt, though, tomorrow? Well, Oscar has the raw belt, so Sasha's going for that. And I'm thinking what's going to happen is uh, Bailey's going to inadvertently interfere and, like, cost Sasha the match. Yeah, and then okay. that'll start the feud between Bailey and Sasha, and then they'll wrestle at SummerSlam too. So. Or could it be uh, Kyrie Sane inadvertently cost Oscar the match, and that's why they're going to feud oh. SummerSlam? That could work. Yeah. Never know. But uh, anyway, all right. There's your wrestling update. But but keep an eye out for that R Truth. Yeah, I didn't know. I haven't been on the. I haven't been on. I haven't been on the WWE network in a while. Oh, one other thing worth mentioning. Uh, tonight, I had SmackDown on for the first time in months. And they did a, a thing. I think it's new that they did it for the first time tonight. But when the show opens, they have, like, music playing in the background. And then they, they do uh, promos from each person about what's coming up on the show. Yeah. And it reminded me very much of uh, Saturday Night's Main Event. Saturday Night's Main Event? Yep. Yep. That's what, that's what I thought awesome. of when you said that. Yeah. It was very good the way they did it. So I was like, oh, this is cool. I hope they keep doing it. But, um, huh. That's that's yeah, yeah that's, I like it. Yeah, they're just cutting their promos directly to the camera, like in the old days, you know. Yeah. Awesome. Now, are, are, was there somebody standing there with him, or is it just them? Like, is there nope, a, you know, like just them? No Charlie Carusos or anything. Nope, it was just them. Right. And they did it for like every big match, so it was pretty cool. Hmm. So. All right, uh, is Jank on the line? Yeah. Bring on Jank. Jank. What up? What's up, man? Hey, it's Kevin Jank, everybody. <laughs> Not too much. What's going on, guys? Mm, nothing. Nothing at all. Absolutely nothing. Jank, will you be attending Todd's Zoom concert? Um, Yeah, probably, as long as I remember to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would like to check that out. <laughs> hey, ukulele. I love Todd. He's great on this show. You don't, <laughs> you don't get to see many ukuleles these days. So. <laughs> Yeah. But Larry, do you think do you think the honky tonk man would have been as good if he just had a ukulele instead of his? He probably would have been better. Like he <laughs> cracked people over the head with it easier. Well, yeah, he double back. fist ukulele. You could, oh yeah, he oh, could like two swing. He could break a jaw with a <laughs> ukulele. He'd still block me on Twitter and Facebook, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'll suck. Totally would. Jake, um, you know who the honky tonk man is, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I mean, not personally, like, we're not buddies, but... Oh, <laughs> yeah. you're not buddies? I'm no, I thought of him. you were buddies. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we were up until, like, 2005, and then there was a, an incident. And... Yeah, well, yeah, he, he blocked, blocked you on Twitter. Twitter. You, you got mad about <laughs> <Yeah. it>. <laughs> <laughs> He blocked me on MySpace back then. Oh, yeah. I remember MySpace. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no Tuffy this week, correct? No. He's not around. Uh-uh. So he got out of watching another jank pick, so that's pretty good on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, smart now, move. <laughs> now we should mention uh, Jank's original pick this week was uh, Little Monsters, Howie Mandel. Yeah. And, uh, but here's the problem, Larry. That movie basically all about movie. pedophilia mm-hmm. and about grooming and fucking kids. So if we did that movie, it would just be me talking, you know, Pizzagate for two hours, and I don't think anyone wants that, right? So. No. <laughs> yeah, that's most. I got up this morning. Show, I got up this morning and I see a message from Jank, and it's like, uh, "Hey, I think I'm going with Little Monsters. It's on Tube. Is it on Tubi?" Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yeah. And I was like, "I was like, he's never going to download Tubi." And he's like, "Oh, 
shit, really? And I'll, oh, maybe I'll talk to him. And then he comes back, like, I get a message, like, two hours later. Well, I guess that movie's about pedophilia, so uh, we're not doing it anyways. <laughs> I'm like, all right. But goodness is, he does yeah. that to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He does say, he goes, yeah. So across really one bridge. Does, he does that to me. That's why yeah. I watched <laughs> Sonobie <laughs> Gillis. Oh. Gillis is on TV. Watch Sleepaway Camp on there. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, all right. Yeah, we could do that at some point. So, uh, so Jenks Should called an audible, route. and he also he offered up two other options. One of them was Running Man. Uh, oh, but I, I, I thought Running, Running Man. Man. I know, but Running Man's like too good of a movie. No, like, that's it's an awesome. good movie. I know. I yeah. hear you, but it's like, hey, how about one time we watch a good movie? <laughs> <laughs> Running Man was great for those who don't remember, uh, like Schwarzenegger and uh, I, wasn't Jesse the Body Ventura in that one too? He's in that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jim yeah. Brown's in it. And uh, Richard Dawson is like a game oh, show host. Kind he's of awesome. Feature. He's the best in there. He's so good. <laughs> but he's such a what I, what I remember, fantastic. It, it's kind of like, I always thought of it as kind of like Mega Man in a way back in the day. Because like Schwarzenegger has to beat a boss <laughs> on like each stage. Right? I can see like that. To beat this different yeah, and there's like an electric yeah. guy and like an ice guy. So it is very Mega Man like yeah. in that way. Yeah. And, and Larry, what was the like? He was a prisoner, right? And if he won this game show, he got free. Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. basically. But he got falsely arrested. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's trying to prove his innocence and kill all the bad guys at the same time. And he's got Maria Cachita Alonso helping him out and stuff. Oh yeah, I liked her. Yeah. <laughs> Not at yeah. first, but she, eventually See, she comes out. around. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love Running Man. I just thought like, well, that's too good of a movie. That's- for us to shit on, like we <laughs> I love it. It's good, but it's also cheesy at the same time. There is a lot There's of cheese right. in it, but I love it. All right, well maybe next time, uh, Jenks got one in the holster then for next time. Fucking moth or something <laughs> here. So his, his other pick, the other option he gave me was uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. And <laughs> this is clown spelled with a K. Mm-hmm. Cool cat. <laughs> yeah. Like the cool cat. Exactly. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I had never seen this film, but I had always heard about it. Uh, Larry, had you ever seen it? I have seen parts of it here and there over the years. It was just one of those movies I could never really get into. It's always kind of like I never caught it from the beginning, and I was like, I don't know, what the fuck is going on in this thing type of movie? And <laughs> and so this is the first time I ever watched it start to finish, and the last time. <laughs> and Jake, <laughs> you had seen it before? I had seen it before. It's been a good probably 10 years or so. Um, I remember liking it more back then than I did this time around. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let's review Jank's picks recently. Uh, we got UHF. <laughs> that's hey, that movie was great. That's a that better media just did a video on that like two weeks ago, and they're like, oh, this movie is amazing. We love it. It is amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone Pool loves Boy. Movie. Pool Boy was rough. Dude, pull boy. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah. And now Killer Clowns. Oh, you yeah, also had the uh, Tomatoes one, right? The uh, Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, see, that one was good. That was enjoyable. Yeah, it had that really yeah. smoking hot girl. So that was cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, who do you think was the best sure. looking of all these terrible movies we've watched? I was thinking of this uh, when I was watching this Killer Clowns. Because the girl in Killer Clowns I like, too. We'll talk about her later. But uh, what yeah. is, like, Damn. the uh, – who do you think is the hottest – and all these terrible films we watched because it would probably have to be either Rotten Tomatoes, that girl, or even mm-hmm. the original one, Midnight Madness. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yes, her or 
Gary Coleman. She's good. <laughs> I, I'm giving Jerry Kate Beckinsale. Beckinsale. Tiptoes is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I think pretty up there. The whole she's uh, too big. Too big? Yeah, oh, too. She's too, too famous. famous. Yeah, she's yeah, too famous. famous. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what you're saying. Like, yeah. Also, yeah, she had that terrible back, fake back tattoo and fake arm tattoo <laughs> and that lucky hat. And oh, that hat. Also getting, None of that would stop me. Oh, no. She's also getting drilled by Pete Davidson, so yeah, that's going to stop me. Oh, well, well, okay, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> what was that girl's name? I saw her in this movie night. called The Disappointment um, a couple of years ago, and I didn't even realize it was her. I don't know. I can't. Oh, I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember her name from Midnight Madness, but she was something. She was Foxy. Deborah Klinger. Yeah, that's right. Deborah Klinger. Yep, yep, she is super smoking hot back then. I don't know what she looks yeah. like. Right. I love her in that movie. So, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, it came out in 1988, the same year as Killer Tomatoes, I believe. Same year. Yeah, the return of Killer Tomatoes, sure, yeah. Oh, oh, that's yeah, the right. The original yeah, yeah, was back in the seventies, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one we watched was eighty-eight. Mm-hmm. So, yep. as always, I like to provide some context for the year. Uh, so, nineteen eighty-eight top grossing box office films. Larry, would you care to guess number one? <laughs> I don't. You know, once again, we're back to I don't know what movie came out in nineteen eighty-eight. Uh, top well, that, Gun. Well, that's, that's the joy. That's the joy. <laughs> that was eighty-six. So, um, that was eighty-six. Um, um, yeah. I will say, here's a clue. Robocop is 87, I think. Here's a hint. I mentioned this name earlier on the show. Oh, you've already brought this movie up. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's rough. I don't know. Is it Die Hard? There's no Rockies. I think that's 89. No, Die Hard was 88. Uh, Was it? It ranked 8. Ranked 8. 8. Oh, nice. Huh. 139 million, and again, this is just for the calendar year of '88. So if it like went into '89, it could have grossed more or whatever. I don't know. But... Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna Google. I think that hard was a summer movie, even though it was set at Christmas time. So uh, number one, Jank. Any thoughts? All right. So uh, I, I have a list, and there's no way. Any Fatal Attraction. One. <laughs> uh, no, Fatal Attraction was not '88. I don't think. Uh, the Great Outdoors. Because that movie's awesome. <laughs> no. I love that movie. So I don't I don't see the Great Outdoors anywhere. Oh, the Great Outdoors is twenty ninth. There, see? Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice Ooh. is fourteen. Twins. Seventy three. That should be much higher. Million. Twins is number five. Two hundred and sixteen million dollars worldwide. Yikes. I just watched some of that the other day. It was on something. I don't know if it was Prime or whatever. It had to be Prime because I canceled all the movie channels. It had to be Prime. <laughs> I saw it somewhere, though. Stand and Deliver. <laughs> you really think Stand and Deliver was the top grossing movie? Badly. Badly. Trigonometry. You ever see that movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, parts of it. I don't even uh, see it on the list anywhere. I'm looking... Oh, Stand uh, and Deliver. 69, Larry. It's at 69. Yeah. yeah. Hey, all right. I like that movie, though. I do like it. Uh, Beetlejuice. Did we say Beetlejuice? I already said that. Yeah, you already yeah. said that one. Okay. All right, I'm just looking. Um, oh, Cocktail. It's got to be. Oh, God. Oh, there's. Oh, okay. All right, I see. Cocktail's not number one. I'm going to go with Big. 
Ooh. Big Big is seventh, 151 worldwide, uh, 151 million. Uh, Cocktail was 12th, 78 million. All right. What about Rain Man? Rain Man is number one. Remember? uh, Wow. When you when you you recited Todd's Zoom ID number, I said, "Oh, you're like Rain Man." Oh, that's true. You did. Yeah, you did reference that. So domestically, Rain Man made 172 million. Worldwide, it grossed four hundred and twelve point eight million. So the world at large loved Rain Man. I didn't love Rain Man. <laughs> yeah. They were all obsessed okay. with Wagner. What about Coming to America? <laughs> Number three, two hundred eighty-eight million worldwide. Now that's a great movie. Yeah. She's your queen. <laughs> so, to be. how did uh, they live? Do was it in the like hundred and fifties? They live. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. They lives great. That movie's so good. Yeah. Wow, I'm looking for it. I don't see it any. Oh, 75. Ooh. 75. Oh, right. right ahead That's of Mystic Pizza. It beat right, so Julia Roberts' Mystic Pizza. Yeah. Jack, take a guess. They live. Make more money or less money than Bloodsport in 1988? Ooh. Um. Because they got to be right around each other, I would think. Yeah, I would think so. Um, I don't think too many people knew JCVD back then, so he's probably not a huge draw. Uh, I'll go with They Live, making more. They Live made more. All right, Mike Dell, where's Bloodsport at? Uh, they Live, uh, again, made $13 million at number 75, and Bloodsport made 11.8, number 80. Oh, nice. Wow. So two million dollars. Oh, what about Roger Rabbit? Um, Roger Rabbit was second. Oh, nice. Three hundred and fifty-one oh, million dollars worldwide. I saw that twice at the theater for wow. sure. Yeah, I, I was. Really yeah, look at you. Because so I think the, it came the out in notable... summer, and my cousin and I went a yeah. couple times because nothing else to do. So 1988, number one was Rain Man, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Coming to America, Crocodile Dundee 2 was fourth. And Twins. <laughs> People love their what? Crocodile Dundee. Rambo 3 was sixth. Uh, but get this, Ooh. domestically, Rambo 3 only made $53.7 million. Worldwide, it made 188.7. The foreign countries loved Rambo 3. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not love Rambo 3. I can see that. Big was not seven. the dialogue, so... You're just there to see things get blown up. Uh, Big was seventh. Uh, Die Hard was eight. Nine was Masquerade. And I had no idea what this movie wow. was. I had to look it up. It's a what Rob it? Lowe film. Rob Lowe, yeah. Meg Tilly, and Kim Cattrall. Really? Oh, boy. All right. It only made, it only made $15.8 million domestically, but worldwide it made $91 million. So Europeans love Rob Lowe. <laughs> um, I love Rob Lowe. Yeah. And number ten, number ten is the Land Before Time. I think that was an animated thing, right? About dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. I remember getting all those hand puppets from uh, Pizza Hut. I thought you were going to say Um Midnight Run was eleven. Uh, a fish called Wanda sixteen. Scrooge seventeen. Uh, Willow eighteen. Uh, Bull Durham was twenty-one. Uh, but there Naked you go. Gun. Yeah. Uh, Naked Gun uh, from the Files of Police Squad was number 13. 13. Oh, that's good. Nice. That's a nice solid number there. 
good man. Yeah. For OJ. But he's still funny in it. I mean, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. OJ's in it, but he's still good in that movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Big Talk Pee Wee was 65th. Oh, I love that. The Pickle of Poopala <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> See, I I'm haven't watched that you... one in a long time. I remember not liking that one, but it's I'm it's not it's not. I, I don't know what it is, but it, I just have like this fucking affection towards it. I don't know why. Yeah, hot dog tree, the pickle of poopalas. That uh, <laughs> whatever her name is, that girl in that movie is very smoking hot. Oh Bell yeah, Ricolino or I don't know. If yeah, it's her. not either way. It's not her. But it looks like her, yeah. <laughs> a little. Or, I, or the name's <laughs> similar to her. It's it, it, yeah. it's in that ballpark, but I, I can't remember what it was. But she's hot. Yeah. So there you go. 1988 at the <laughs> cinema, and in the midst of all that, killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. And I I can't really <laughs> find any box office like gross numbers for killer clowns. Um, really? Apparently, the budget was around <laughs> two million. What? Things are crazy. They invested two million dollars in making this film. <laughs> Low costumes cost a lot of money. Yeah, I could see Appa- that. Well, apparently the most expensive thing that they did in this film was a uh, gun that shoots popcorn. It took them seven thousand oh. dollars. <laughs> really? Holy shit! Because yeah. <laughs> I, I thought for sure the most expensive thing in this movie was shot? when they killed that security guy with like nine hundred and fifty thousand pies. <laughs> Yeah, they just buried him in pie. That's not Sorry. a bad way to go. It was go, really right? only like fifteen pies, I think, and somehow he died. They were not throwing them very hard. Yeah. Well, I think good. I think they were supposed to be acidic pies, like they ate. Oh, oh okay, that makes more sense. But anyway, Larry, describe what this film is in two sentences for the kids. Give them the summary. Uh, killer clowns come down and they're feeding off of humans. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> and and they may or may have not gotten sticks to do the music. I don't know if that's sticks <laughs> at the beginning and the end, but it sure sounds like uh, that. <laughs> it's the Dickies. It's, yeah. The Dickies. They're very good. Yeah. So it's the Stickies. <laughs> like that's an LA punk band. Because <laughs> that guy sounds just like no. I'm sailing away. He sounds like that. He's got that exact same pitch in his voice. That would have made there's it like, even better if it was that guy. There's like no one famous in this film, right? I mean, the guy that uh, plays the guy, the cop. Well, Dean Warburg's in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Curtis He's the Moody. only one. And uh, that actor's name is John Vernon. And yeah, like you'll recognize him if you see him. Like he, he's been in everything. But, um, animal yeah. house, Dean Wormer. Always playing the cranky Dean or the cranky police officer. Yeah. <laughs> Someone he's, he's yeah, and in cranky. this film, he hates he hates college kids. Holy hell. Yeah. He hates college kids. And that main girl was in Weird Science. Deb. She's yeah, playing the, Deb in both movies. Oh, wow. The, the main girl yeah. here, her name is Suzanne Snyder. And I recognized her from uh, Seinfeld, actually. She was in two episodes of Seinfeld. Who's she uh, in Seinfeld? One episode was called The Pie, which I don't remember at all. Remember an episode <laughs> called The Pie? Mm, <laughs> no, not really. And and then the other episode she was on, the one I remember, uh, it was called The Limo, and she played that Nazi lady in the back of the limo when they got That's they her? tried to get a limo. Well, they thought George and Jerry were communists or whatever. Yeah, she had shorter hair and stuff, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I so didn't know that was her. I, 
I'm not I'm not a fan of her hair in this film. It's super eighties feathered yeah. hair. It sure it looks, is. It looks better in weird science for sure. But uh but she is foxy though if you can get her on the hair. Um but uh So did she play two it. different characters in those episodes of Seinfeld? Yes. Yes. They're just that hard up there like recycling everyone. Well a lot yeah, of shows recycle. Yeah. So uh, there you go. No big stars or celebrities, but uh, that's a big cast. <laughs> the movie was directed by yep. a fella named um, Stephen Chiodo, and it was yeah, written by Chiodo's Stephen brother. Chiodo, Charles Chiodo, and uh, I believe was it Edward Chiodo, the other one, the Chiodo brothers. <laughs> yep. Now, now yeah, Jake, you seem like name. excited when I said, like, do you know who these guys are? Uh, kind of. They did a lot of, like, makeup effects throughout the 80s, and eventually in, like, the 2000s, there was, like, a metal band that called themselves Chiodos after these guys. Um, oh. So their their names kind of lived on in, in some respects. <laughs> All right, so, not not to cut back, but that episode of The Pie, that's the episode where um, there's a mannequin that looks exactly like Elaine, and her and George are at oh, that okay. store or whatever. But yeah. at the same time, Jerry's at that restaurant, and his girlfriend won't eat the pie at the at the, at the oh, diner, and he yeah, can't get her to eat the pie. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, I could picture her like you know waving on her. Yeah, yeah like, like who, 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 who doesn't her want to like, bite oh. a pie? <laughs> like, who doesn't like apple pie? <laughs> uh, apparently the Stephen Chiodo fellow who was the director he also was like the lead puppeteer on America World Police Team America oh, nice fuck yeah fuck yeah <laughs> that movie's funny it's there, there are a lot of good funny parts on my balls America <laughs> everybody's got AIDS 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 <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff in that in that movie yep those songs are hilarious. The song, yeah, it's the worth pu- it for the soundtrack alone. The puppet fucking... <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are there's some good shit in that movie. Yeah. That movie's great. <laughs> like, I, I, I had never seen that film, really, um, start to finish, but yeah. I've seen clips. But apparently the big story is that when they had that scene with the, the puppets fucking, like, they went so yeah. over the top with the original version of that scene that they figure like we'll put everything in here so they'll want to, the studio will want to cut some stuff so we'll still get to keep it a big chunk of it and yeah that's what they did so but apparently like the real <laughs> over the top stuff's much worse <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. I need Pretty to see if that's a deleted scene on the DVD do you have the DVD no I need to know oh yeah for sure <laughs> I love that movie <laughs> America Fuck yeah. So, uh, when your this brother, film starts... AIDS. Your cousin, AIDS. All right, anyways. Like, <laughs> when Killer Clown starts, like, we open up in, like, a convenience store uh, where the old cop is, like, getting something. He's Or he's driving around town, and, I don't know, he's seeing college kids, and he's just getting pissed at college kids. But when it started, there's, like, an yeah. 80s song playing, and I'm like, oh, this doesn't look that bad. This kind of looks pretty cool. Like, you know, could be a yeah, good Yeah, the theme song is movie. great. Yeah, from Styx. <laughs> and it started like it starts out with like those ice cream guys going to like the makeout spot and they're like making all kind of innuendos. I'm like, all right, this this ain't bad so far. This has potential. Oh, but it well, kind of went down from there. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's oh. bad. 
mention the ice cream guys. <laughs> yeah, we should mention the ice cream guys are driving this ice cream truck, uh, like Jank said, up to like the makeout point. All these cars, people making out. Top of the world. And the top, the, yeah, the top <laughs> of the world they call it. And uh, the ice cream truck has a big clown head on the top of it, so keep that in mind. That comes into play later. Um, <laughs> Boy, does and, it. So everybody making out, they're like, oh, get out of here, you're stupid ice cream. And they're throwing stuff at them, and, and, and they're like, oh, I guess we should get out of here. And then, like, they have two fat girls in the back of their truck, Larry. Yeah. Yep. They're eating the ice cream. Yeah, they wooed them, <laughs> they wooed them up to cream. the top of the world make-out point by telling them they could have all the ice cream they wanted. Yeah. But then the, the, the girls still weren't down for, you know, making out. They're like, no, we're keeping our shirts on. Yeah, what kind like, of girls right, do you well, think we are? Take us home. <laughs> okay. So. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> I will take you home right now. <laughs> so then, yeah, those two guys got annoying couple... very quickly in the later scenes. Uh yeah. it's kinda like a discount Lenny and Squiggy or more like Squiggy and Squiggy. <laughs> yeah, Squiggy and Squiggy. <laughs> like they're both Squiggy. <laughs> so one of the makeout couples uh, is the girl from Seinfeld, uh, you know, the, the pie and uh uh, the limo, and she's making out with some other dude. He's like a, I don't know, dime store David Naughton. I don't know who he is. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, he's pretty terrible. And, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, if, if you if you want to know the reason why you couldn't get into this movie or why I couldn't get into this movie, it's because we talk about this before. But when when uh, young writers write screenplays or books, they just assume that oh, the readers m- must care about the characters because they're the lead characters. No. You have to give us a reason to care about these people. And that guy's just mm-hmm. a douche. Like, he's not, he tries <laughs> to be funny, but he's not funny. So it just comes off as annoying. And Are then you referring to he's with the, Mike Tobacco? Is that who you're referring to? Mike is that Tobacco? His name? <laughs> According <laughs> to IMDb, good, it is. <laughs> I wish that was his character name. That would have given him a little bit of an edge. I would have liked that. That is his character more. name. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I had no idea. Oh, okay. Like yeah, his real name is Grant that. Kramer, but he, in the movie, it says Mike Tobacco is his. Name in the movie. Wow. I wonder who's so much anyway, He owns all of the tobacco industry. Yeah, it's just yeah, he's just very annoying. So right away you just don't give a fuck what happens to him. So it's like who cares? And uh yeah. and the girl's, you know, attractive, but again she has the bad hair, so it's like yeah, yeah who cares? Um Yeah. So while they're making out in the car, they're looking up at the stars and everything and they see like a shooting star or or like a or actually larger than that. Comet. I guess you could say you yeah, comet maybe. And yeah, big fireball so it, like, in the sky goes shooting across. And they're like, "Oh, let's go follow. Let's see where it went." You know, and he doesn't want to, but she's like, "No, come on, let's go." So so they go, and then we cut scene jank and we end up uh we see some old guy on his porch, right, with his yep. dog. <laughs> and explain <laughs> what happens here. Uh all I remember is that his dog's name is Pooh. <laughs> He keeps yeah, yelling about Pooh. <laughs> oh, Pooh Bear? Where's Pooh? But they go to investigate, and uh, I forget what happens. They end up dying. Yeah, basically, he goes to the old man, and the they think Haley's Comet think landed in the backyard. Yeah, I'm going to be rich. Haley's Comet's in my backyard. So him and Pooh Bear, <laughs> they go down, and they find a, a giant circus tent in the woods. And he's like, what, the circus? Maybe we can get some free passes. And they go investigate, and then the, the alien, the clowns from outer space, kill them, basically. Um, yep. So, Larry, <clears throat> I think at this point, I realized, yeah, this movie's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, that, they needed to that old man some, like, was overacting quite a bit. Something. Yeah, his yeah. the dialogue was atrocious, and he was overacting quite a bit. And even Pooh Bear couldn't save it. You know, he tried. But he couldn't <laughs> save it. Um, so, what did you think, though, Larry, when you first saw these clowns? Hmm. Well, they're I mean, not just the like, clowns yeah. I have seen many of time. You know, I've seen the clowns. Oh, see, before. I'd never seen them. So oh, I was yeah. kind of anticipating, oh. like, normal people, like, just regular people as clowns. But they kind of have these giant heads, like, rubberized mm-hmm. mask heads. And um, I wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. I like it. Really? <laughs> they're so, over the yeah, top. They look I, like, I like something that... Chuck E. Cheese or something, but demonic, like Five Nights at Freddy's or whatever they call that game. Yeah, like the clowns out of there. Yeah. Like, don't you, I think <laughs> it would have been better if they were just regular clowns. I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, I can see how that would actually probably be scarier. I don't know that that's, that's what they were going for. <laughs> if that's what they were going for, was I mean, it is a comedy. They probably failed horribly because <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't this is very definitely scary. a comedy. At, at yeah. The root of it. I mean, let's not let's not that. confuse anybody. This isn't a horror movie. I mean, it, it's comedy horror, but it's more comedy than mm-hmm. horror because it's just. Over and the let's top also not confuse anybody. It's also not funny. Even oh no, it's, it's not funny. No, <laughs> no. it is not. No. Funny at all. No. Not so but much. They tried. God bless them. There are no laughs in here at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. And sadly, I, if I it was that... an actual horror movie, there would have been more boobs, but unfortunately, no. Yes. Because we get the one scene where uh, our girl is uh, like taking her clothes off to get in the shower, but you know you don't see anything. You see her stomach, her feet. Yeah. That's it. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was disappointing. But otherwise, I don't know what's there to talk about this film. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, I I like the production design of it. Like, I liked how the clowns look. I like the design of the ship. It reminded me of, like, the cheesy old, like, 60s Batman sets, like, the villains would have for their hideouts and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I like that. So, visually, I, I, I guess so that's where all good. the production value went. Yeah. Yeah, lots of, you know, you got to have that thing with six doors in it. That probably costs, you know, <laughs> $11,000. Another day. door? Yeah, and this one yeah. is purple. But how how the fuck did these you guys keep get, like announcing it? The budget was at least uh, the lowest I saw was one point eight million. How did they get one point eight million to make this? Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to pay, you know, Dean Warmer. But who invested <laughs> yep. in it? You know what I mean? Like who? Put uh, the money? I'm gonna say the guys from Troma, Lloyd Kaufman, and those yes. guys. <laughs> it seems like something that they would be into. Who are the producers? Although there would be a lot more nudity if this was a trauma film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, what else happens in this movie, though? Like, basically... They, There's some kind of know, weird love triangle going on where, like, the yeah. girl who was with that uh, lame guy used to date the guy who's now a police officer... And by the end of the movie, I can't tell if they're back together or if she's Oh, they're definitely the back guy. together because he kisses her, like, right in front yeah, of the other like, dude. Her on the head. But here's yeah. the thing, though, Larry. I think they're now back together as a trio. I think they're like a polyamorous couple. Oh. Because right. at the end of the film, uh, the hero, the cop's the big hero, and they go to, like, the, the girl and that other, you know, knockoff David Naughton, 
they go rushing in to hug them and kiss them, and they're all three of them are hugging. That is so true. I, I, I thought think that was weird too. Yep. Yeah. I think I saw the guy's yeah, hand like, go down for the other guy's pants. So. I didn't see yeah. any of that. I didn't see that. <laughs> like the love, like I kept expecting the love triangle to be a bigger thing because yeah, they set up. They actually make the cop kind of likable because you see him like standing up for the college kids in town against the old cranky mm-hmm. cops. They're like, oh, he's kind of a level-headed guy. You can. And he's courageous and whatnot. So you're like, oh, all right, this guy's kind of likable as a hero. So you're like, oh, they're going to make David Naughton then like a, more of a dick, and maybe you do the old switcheroo. So by the end of the film, we get our girl and the cop together, and everyone's happy. But no, all three mm-hmm. of them are just in a couple now. So hey, that's yeah, pretty <laughs> weird. That's what they like. <laughs> I, yep, I, I guess they do some like clever stuff in terms of clowns and circus themed things like their weapons like we said yeah. popcorn one and I liked how the gets, one like made a dog out of you know balloon animals and then it was able to be like a bloodhound and yeah. chase them down like that was cool that was interesting I like the shadow puppet scene yeah like, oh yeah you know I don't know I thought that was funny not funny but funny I didn't laugh at it but well, like clever yeah exactly like, yeah it was clever yeah it's yeah. interesting uh, 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 like, it's, cute. It's a, it'll kill some time <laughs> I did like to I thought the old like... people even before the shadow puppets got good they were like this is the best <laughs> yeah yeah because well old people <laughs> shadow I mean, puppets like, Lord, they're, they're used to the Nickelodeon you know what I mean <laughs> so this is live entertainment they're into it Oh, we should say the other thing. When they're on the ship, uh, David Naughton and uh, the girl from Seinfeld are on the ship exploring things. They find, like, cocoons of uh, cotton candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought they were light bulbs at first. I'm like, wow, a lot of light bulbs in this place. <laughs> they Paint do look light like bulbs. that. Yeah. And, or like, uh, they, like rabbit's foot keychains. Oh, yeah, they look like yeah. that, too. And the guy's like, come on, it's just cotton candy. And she's like, no one stores cotton candy like that. And she's like, sure they do. So he rips off a piece of cotton candy, but inside there's like you know a dead body, yeah, like the, you know, yeah, blood face invasion of the body snatchers kind of thing going on. The cotton candy. I guess the cotton and, candy is like ass is also acid, and it's eating away like the skin of these people, so that they can eventually just suck the blood out of the cotton candy somehow. I, I, I guess, guess that's yeah. What I guess it harvests was going their, for their uh, minerals and energy and all that kind of stuff. I don't know, but yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Um, and they try to, uh, at one point, they mention, um, they're talking about, like, you know, how come these guys look like clowns? Like, isn't that weird? And they start trying to say, like, oh, maybe, they, you know, they came back centuries ago, and that's how we got the whole idea of clowns. But, like, that doesn't explain popcorn and shit like that. <laughs> 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 we still had corn and decided to cut that up. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, technically these guys are aliens, not clowns. Uh, they're aliens from our space that look like clowns. So in a way, Larry, it's kind of mm-hmm. like it, right? Like an alien. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Especially at the yeah, end, when the when the main clown comes down, he's very it-looking. Like if you took it and Bowser from the Super Mario Brothers and put him into a, like one thing, that's kind of <laughs> what he looked like. He was shaped weird, and I don't know. The cup just poked. Yeah, him. you're, yeah, you're talking really about the big, the big tall guy. Like uh, they, I think they call him like Clown Godzilla or something, Clownzilla or something like that. So. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that one. And he comes down through, you know, out of the ceiling. And even, like, the other clowns are like, oh, fuck this. I'm getting out of the way. Here comes Clownzilla. But it's like, no, you just, you know, just poke him in the nose. Yeah, now the way <laughs> they the way they film that, 
was they made the set like miniature set to make the clown look big, and that's actually Charles Kyoto in a suit and a rubber mask. So the clown. Yeah, the big clown at the end. That's mm. the one writer of this film. Mm. And uh, so the rest of the set was miniatures at that point, and he's actually walking around. So. <laughs> I like how there was the like the main clowns, and they were pretty like detailed. But then as you got towards the end when there's just a bunch of clowns, like you could tell a lot of them were just red shirts. We're just like, yeah, here's a normal looking guy. We barely yeah. put anything on his face. <laughs> just stand in the back. Don't move. Don't say anything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> two, two of the uh, clowns, like the main clowns, their heads and their sculptures for their masks, they appear in another film, and I can't remember what it is now. Really? <laughs> but like that, That's a bit of trivia? That, like, uh, yeah, that Steve Chiodo guy. He uh, was like the special effects person on that film, and he used the same molds. He he repainted them, but I guess if you pay attention, you can spot them in some other film. But I can't remember what it is. Oh, wow! Mm-hmm. Could be the Golgotha uh-huh. shit demon Dogma. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, see that. Just paint it brown. <laughs> I'll I'll find it at some point, but um. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, so the big clown at the end, they got a beat. Um, he's beating the hell out of the ice cream truck, beating up everybody. And it looks like he's well, going to kill everything. the ice cream truck up, which is an important thing, because apparently the two guys inside somehow survived that. Oh, uh, we, I also mentioned that the, the fact that the ice cream truck had a clown on the top comes into play, because before the big clown comes down, all the other clowns surround our heroes, and they have them in trouble, and the ice cream guys show up, and they start broadcasting out of the clown mouth to say he's some great and powerful clown. And the other ones, like, yeah. obey him for a moment. And it lets the others escape. But, yeah. Yeah, they it escape all, about, like, you know, 15 feet. <laughs> yeah. And then decide to knock it out of there. <laughs> so then that big clown comes down. He's beating the hell out of everybody. Um, but our buddy, the cop, he takes his badge off and pokes him in the nose with his badge. The clown's nose explodes, and everything blows up, and their ship But he crashes. knew this because he, he had shot other clowns in the nose earlier and know, knew that, you know, that was their weak spot. You hit them in the nose, they go away. Oh, see, he did know that because I did not know that at yes, all. Yes, he did, yeah, because he shot, yeah, he shot they did another show clown right in the nose. Yeah. So he knew all that right, was well, that makes Because I'll be honest, I was not paying attention. I was doing other Yeah, stuff. I hear you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, for an only an hour and a half well, movie, it, it gets slow in parts. It's got a lot of my least favorite parts of horror movies, where it's just people trying to convince the cops that what's going on is what's going on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like Friday the 13th, part six. Yeah. That whole movie, like yeah. trying to convince that cop that Jason's back, and you're like, ah, I don't believe you, Tommy. <laughs> Yeah, I like it when they're just like there and, you know, the cops can't get there or you haven't been able to call them. Uh, yeah, what, is there anything else about this movie to, I didn't hate it. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's got some moments. When I was watching it, I was reading up about it and all that stuff. And when I saw that it was only an hour and 28 minutes, I said, what the fuck? It seemed (laughs) so long. It did seem long. It was like last resort. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It was long. It, it did seem long. It's not long, but it felt long. But yeah, I don't know. 
I like the I effects. I like the costumes. I just wish they would have worked a little harder on the plot and like the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, you know, the really yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The movie. Yeah, this for... <laughs> the sets are great. The rest of it. Yeah. Is not so good. Oh, by the way, I'm looking up uh, a trivia here, and uh, if you're scoring at home, this is also Christopher Titus's first movie. Now, who's he in the movie? I don't really? remember seeing him. I remember that show, Titus, but I don't remember him in the movie. He's the blonde teenage kid who walks in front of the police officer, that cranky uh, cop's car at the beginning of the film. And the cop's like, like he's like one of them with the with the wine or whatever. We were just drinking wine, that kid. No, he was like, like the very two. first one, the very yeah, first yeah. one, the crosswalk right at the beginning of the film. Yeah. Oh wow. I don't remember. Titus, remember that guy? <laughs> he might be the biggest celebrity in this movie. He probably is. Well, <laughs> That's not saying much. <laughs> what about Deb? Like Deb? Well, Deb never did anything really. I don't think either. Yeah, she never really did much else after. That. I always liked Hilly, anyways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Jank? Yeah, I think you're making the right call there. Yeah. They wanted to have Soupy Sales play the uh, security guard who gets all the pies in the face, but uh, <laughs> they thought it really wasn't the worst, the worth the ticket, the plane ticket to fly him out there because no one would know who Soupy Sales was. <laughs> Not even that. Like, I, I bet there was a meeting oh, where wow. they were like, "Well, I don't know, Soupy Sales just like he might just take away from the movie because he's pretty famous and everybody would be like, oh, did you see Soupy Sales? No, no, we got to we got to keep him in the movie. We got to keep him focused." <laughs> <laughs> the pies. Oh God. Yes. Like some of the ways oh. they kill people was interesting, or at least cool looking, I guess. That that other film with the uh, clown heads in it is uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> oh, I've never seen any of the <laughs> Ernest movies. I did when I was a kid. I don't think I've seen yeah, any I, of them as an adult. I was over. Yeah, that was past me at that point. Oh yeah, I can see that. I remember when, like, I remember when Ernest first started. He used to do commercials for like Stop and Go or Kogo. Yeah, or whatever the fuck it was. And that I think that's where they started. That's where I remember him from. It was like, hey Vern, uh, you, you got to pick up some milk or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, two years later, I'm like, that guy's in a movie. The Kogo's <laughs> guy, the Stop and Go guy's in a movie. But I don't know. That's what I remember. Yeah. Ouch. Um, apparently there's. They're still working on a sequel to this film. Uh, for the past mm. 29 years, they've been trying to get a sequel made. Oh. <laughs> they still haven't come up with a script? They didn't for the first one? <laughs> no, I, I think they have... Uh, I think the, the tentative title was something like uh, Killer Clowns... Return of Killer Clowns in 3D or something like that. 3D is mentioned in the Oh, film. God. <laughs> yeah. That, that always, always sucks. That's always bad. Yeah. <laughs> I spent a lot of time throwing random shit at the screen. Yeah, they're still not ready for that yet, I don't think. We're still not there. No. We're getting there, but not quite yet. I keep like hearing rumors concept, that there's going to be 3D where you don't even have to wear glasses. Like, that sounds great. Are well, they just going to shoot in the eye with something? When you come in? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, as a concept, I think this film could work. You know? Like, I, I get it. Yeah. And it has... Some decent ideas, but yeah, the script is terrible. The acting is terrible. Um, yeah, all terrible. 
That scene where the the clown on the motorcycle and the guy in the car bumping each other down the road is terrible. Remember that scene? Like I don't know if it's no, no maybe I do twenty not. minutes in. Yeah, but it looks so fake. Yeah. I don't know though. I'm still giving this like five out of ten. I don't hate it. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, a, it's, that's it's fair. a fun enough '80s horror comedy. One watch, though. Like, I could never see myself sitting down and watching this again. No, yeah, it's not I, the most rewatchable, for sure. I'm just going with the two. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it was very that. painful. Very slow. Um, I like the girl from Seinfeld, but, you know, again, she stayed fully clothed, so that's a drawback in these kind of films. Um, I guess the original ending of the movie, The Cop Dies. But oh. they kept it in audience, and audiences said, no, we need a happier ending, so the cops survived. And now they have a polyamorous relationship, so that's cool. <laughs> does, it, does it make sense? It's an ending that, like, where they make three. That whole fucking, that whole entire spaceship that pops out of the ground like a giant top explodes, but that ice cream truck survived. Or whatever, the clown <laughs> well, car, but, whatever he gets out of. Well, because car, they were yeah. in the back. They're in the back with the freezer and the ice cream. I mean, that's a very sturdy freezer. Industrial yeah, yeah. Freezer. I'm, well, that's true. I mean, that's where Indiana he, Jones lodged. That's what I was going to say. That's where he hid, too, yeah. in the fridge. So I guess that <laughs> yeah. is something. Yeah, they can stop atomic <laughs> bombs and exploding UFOs. So that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Yep. Jake, give it a 1 to 10. Uh, I'll say 4.5. Well, I like the yeah. costumes. I like the theme song. Yeah, it's colorful. If you're smoking some weed or whatever, it's fun. It's not a great movie. <laughs> I like that they tried to make the clowns seem more intimidating by playing like like these guitar riffs whenever they'd be around. Yeah. Didn't really work, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was cool, I guess. And how about the one scene where, like, uh, you know, Deb is – they capture her and they put her in the bubble and the cop just, like, pulls out his gun and, like, I'll just shoot the bubble. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, don't worry <laughs> about, like, shooting the girl inside of her. It's not, like, that big of a bubble <laughs> or anything. And, yeah, I'll just – I'm, I'm just going to shoot it. Yeah, I could have at least yelled, like, hey, doctor, yeah. get away from yeah, this side no, of the Yeah, there was no, like, bubble. hey, go to the back. It was just like, boom, <laughs> and she just falls to the ground. I'm like, all right. <laughs> awesome. Yep. <laughs> He's a cop that doesn't, he plays by his own rules. Where yeah, you have to. Is he back in Michigan again? That's the only way. Probably. Good Lord, him and I think Michigan. so. <laughs> Right. I'm uh, yeah. next next week. It's my pick. So we're, you know where we're going, Gary Coleman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is this the arson <laughs> movie? That's the only one left, right? I, the grind. No, we got more left. Uh, here's the problem, though. I don't know if I could find the arson, the full movie online. I'm looking. <gasps> oh no! Oh no! My dreams, my hopes, and like they're, dreams. They're, they have the trailer. We could do a segment on the 22 second trailer or whatever. All right. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. I'll watch that. I'll watch yeah. it twice. <laughs> Just just a heads up, I did receive a, a message earlier this week from somebody on Twitter, and they were saying nice things about the show and stuff. I'm not going to say this person's name, but they also said, Free please, Dreamer? for the love of God, stop with the Gary Coleman movies. And I was like, eh, I Street Dreamer? I got no control. No, it was not Street Dreamer. That's all I'm saying. I'll tell you, it wasn't Street Dreamer. But it well, was somebody that up. has Fuck listened to the show. We're doing another Gary Coleman movie. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> 
<laughs> we gotta find the arson one. Yeah, I don't know. If I can't find the arson one, we'll probably do the kid with a 200 IQ. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. I'll let you know. All right. Yeah, I can't wait. What's the arson one called? Arson. Uh, playing with fire. Mm. Playing with fire. Oh. All right. Where to watch? You know what I watched? I, actually, I have it on right now, but um, earlier this week I saw uh, on Amazon Prime they got like one season of Dennis the Menace from like the 50s, you know, the the old Dennis the Menace yeah. TV show. So love I've been watching show. them. Yeah, I love it too. Now here, here's something I, I didn't pick up on when I watched this as a kid, obviously, when I'm 7 and 10 or whatever, but... Dennis is dumb as fuck because this kid's yeah. got to be what seven on this show, seven. at least. Yeah, okay, probably older. Now. He can't read. He always has <laughs> yeah. to ask everybody, "What does that say? What does that sign say? What does this book say?" And it's like, dude, you should be able to read by now. And then two, like earlier today, um, like uh, you know, there was one scene where uh, like. They're all together, or whatever. And Dennis is like, "Hey, Mrs. Wilson, can I feel your muscles?" And she's like, "Why do you want to feel my muscles?" And oh, Mr. Wilson says you can wrap him around your fingers, so you must have huge muscles. And I'm like, "Come on, dude, you're old enough to know that like that was just like this kid's so fucking stupid." Yeah, Tommy's awesome. just and then Tommy the just is like eye eyed at him at everything. Anything Dennis says, Tommy just stares at him with like admiration. He just wants to go down on yeah. the kid. I think. Yeah, Tommy and that is great. Uh, who was the little kid? Was it Seymour? Was the real little kid? I think so. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't popped up in season one that I've seen. I like. I think his name was. Seymour. And I also, I also like the original Mr. Wilson. Yes. Later not they bring on a different Mr. Mooney, yeah. right? Was the second? One. Yeah. Remember yeah. Mr. Mooney from the Lucy Show? Uh, yeah. And then, like when remember Dairy Queen, Dennis the Menace was always like the Dairy Queen thing, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It was always like the it was always like the second Mr. Wilson with the mustache, the bald guy. I like the first one with the glasses and Yeah. Now yeah. Uh, that first that first Mr. Wilson, he's clearly gay, right? I mean he's that, I was just gay. gonna say that. That guy was <laughs> yeah. definitely he had to be gay. <laughs> and you know, here's how like because I was thinking about this earlier today, because I was watching it, I'm like, he had to be gay. So I looked it up. Um he never married he okay. just liked to. He liked to. He's like he never married because he was a night owl. He liked to stay up all night yeah. playing cards like and me. writing poems, <laughs> and he yeah. he was just into you know that sort of stuff. He had to be gay though. I couldn't find anything. He died at like he only lived to be like fifty five. Something what? like that. Yeah, he, was like he died early in that show. <laughs> I know he's not though. I think he's only probably hey. like late forties, early fifties. Yeah, you want to talk about another thing depressing. Uh, this this past week, I started watching the Mary Tyler Moore show. You know, I'm going through my old shows. So I've been watching the Mary Tyler Moore show. And I, just last night, I realized, wow, I right now am older than Ed Asner and Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is that is sad. It is, is sad, but you've got to remember, that's, <clears throat> that show's almost 50 years old. But yeah, but still, like, you think yeah, of Lou Grant. I'm older than Lou Grant. Yeah, he seems like an old guy. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. That is old when that show started, he was like 42. Holy fuck. <laughs> he lived hard. I know one thing, though. Like, Alice Mitchell would get it. Uh, I can't really picture her right now, but uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I, I should recall her being attractive. She's like the... Yeah. 
you know, the prototypical 50s mom that you always hear about, you know, like, just, I don't know, I don't want to say submissive, just, you know, just a happy homemaker, (laughs) happy to take care of her man and the kid and keep things tidy, and she's always, like, positive, and I don't know, and she's hot. Yeah, she is foxy. Yeah. I just looked her up again, yeah. Been a while since I've seen her. Um, I think she lived to be like ninety something. She lived a while. I don't. I. I. I, I think Mr. Mitchell died kind of early too, if I remember. I, I, you know, that's what I did I like this him. week. I was looking up. I was looking up. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. But but they got season one on Amazon Prime. If you want season two, you got to like. There's some app you got to download for a seven day trial, and then you know five bucks um, a month. Or well, Larry, I'm pretty sure Dennis the Menace is on Hulu. Oh, I did not know that. Thanks, All so. right. Uh, I remember I almost watched it one time, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, know. see, that's how yeah. I've been with it for the last couple of weeks." I keep looking at it, I'm like, "I don't know, man." But then I put it on, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm glad I fucking put this on because it is <laughs> what I remember it being. It's kind of cool. I like, I, I don't know, I just like this old TV. It was just a better time back then." That's right. Watch some Dobie Gillis. Have you ever watched Dobie Gillis at all? I have not. No. Like the whole point of Dobie Gillis, like it was on for four seasons, so it changed a little bit over the years. But, like, in season one, it's just every episode, he's falling in love with a different girl. It was called The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. So he's always pursuing these girls. And uh, He's like a high school kid. Yeah, he's a high school kid, senior, whatever. And the girls are always, you know, attractive girls. Uh, I'm sure they're adults. Um, Tuesday Weld was on there. Holy hell, was she a good-looking girl. Tuesday Weld. But, uh, she was yeah. on regularly or Bates. one episode? Uh, Tuesday Weld was regular in season one. Hmm. Belia Menninger. He was always trying to woo Felia Manager. Yeah. Um, oh, that's not what I pictured Tuesday Weld to look like. All right, I don't know who that lady is. Uh, and again, uh, Warren Beatty was on season one. Uh, yeah. Warren Beatty? Uh, Warren Beatty. Holy hell. Right, the, the Maynard's the man. So, anyway. All um, right, are we done? <laughs> uh, well, since we're talking about Debbie Gillis. Uh, me being old. Remember when when Dick Belsky was on a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about Dobie Gillis, and he asked, what, what is the, uh, you know, the G stand for in Manor G. Curves? And I, I said Walter, because I, I know, that, or no, he said Walter. I said Warren, because I know Warren, they did it once where they said it was Warren, and then later they changed it to Walter. And okay. But I always say Warren just because I'm a hipster, like a TV trivia hipster. But then I've been looking it up, trying to find <laughs> evidence that they say it was Warren, and I can't find it. And I've been watching these uh-huh. Dobie Gillis episodes, and I haven't even encountered one episode where they explain the G yet. So, but my memory tells me that it was one episode they said it was Warren, and then they changed. But I cannot find any evidence of it. So this is either one of those uh, um, Mandela effects. Yeah, Mandela effects, or I'm just very old and I, I can't remember anything anymore. I don't know. We have to take that TV scholar degree off the wall soon. Yeah, because yeah. this is the thing. It's not. This isn't just some random little trivia. This is a big thing in my life, Maynard G. Krebs. And I was obsessed with it for many years in my younger days. Also, Larry, of course, you know, my beloved Sidney G. Meows. The reason his G was his middle name was because of Maynard G. Krebs. And, you know, so I, I'm i aware of what G. I'm, uh, I'm sure they said it was Warren one time. But now I can't you find sure, it. You <laughs> sure they didn't say it was get off the counter? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> counter. But uh, but it seems odd. I mean, the internet's a big place. You think there would be some mention of it, and I can't mm-hmm. find it anywhere. 
Well, once again, you know, there's probably not a lot of people writing about Dobie Gillis, though. <laughs> That's a fair point as well, yeah. <laughs> so, well, if there's only four seasons and you're watching them all night, every night, I mean, eventually you're going to come uh, across well, no, the fact I, that... I put them on. I watched about three or four and then I fall asleep, you know, so... All right, um, but I mean, what I'm saying is by, you know, the end of August, September, you'll you'll be through them all. Think. Well, I've been watching Taxi and Mary Tyler Moore the last few weeks, so... Like a break, uh, we drive a taxi. <laughs> yeah. But uh, one of the things they did on the R-Truth game was something else I want to mention. Remember how we were always saying, because our memories are so bad and we can never place the year, like, what they did, I think it was Bliss, where he said, I made my debut in 2000, I think, on WWE. And then he would give an event, and he'd say, did this happen before or after my debut? <laughs> so, that's similar to what we could do here, like, um, you know, come up with something, I don't know. But, like, because we, I have terrible memory, like, measuring years distance you know like it's crazy yeah i have no idea <laughs> hmm i don't know what's going on yeah so i think there's a game there something <laughs> just rip off our truth yeah Maybe that kind of a game <laughs> yeah uh, i don't know there you go figure it out uh jank have you been watching anything else uh well i watched palm springs which uh, i know larry oh. briefly mentioned last week yeah, uh, yeah, I really like that movie. Uh, Andy Sandberg, like a Groundhog Day thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah very, very good. I liked it a lot. <laughs> oh, I would say given the fact that there are no movies coming out this year, it'll definitely be in my top ten of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, did you ever finish it? No, I did not. I figured, right. you know... I figured I'd know how it ends. Redemption. And they figured it out. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not exactly the same thing as Groundhog Day, so I'll say that much. Uh, all right. <laughs> but it is interesting. Like, they do, like, acknowledge the fact that they're, you know, you've seen stuff about time loops before, but they never actually say Groundhog Day, which was weird. All right, well, that's but, good. Um, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate when movies reference other movies specifically. That's a pet peeve. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't mind it. Because we're yeah, supposed to it. believe that in that world, no movies exist. Uh, it, but it's always like, well, if they say, oh, it's just like Groundhog Day. All right, then I want to go watch Groundhog Day. I'll just turn oh, this yeah. off right now. <laughs> you know. So. <laughs> the worst is when you're watching like something with zombies and they just like, act like they've never heard of a zombie before. Like, what kind <laughs> of world is this where no zombie movie has ever existed? Jank, did you uh, did you finish Microwave Massacre? I did. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me and Larry both watched that movie this week. Oh, uh, it's pretty so good. good. Terrible, but awesome at the same time. Yeah. I, I'm that, pretty that sure it's like, on Tubi. <laughs> microwave uh, it's on Prime. The worst. Yeah. That, that sounds like it the is. worst hungry man ever. ever. It is. <laughs> well, it kind of is. Yeah, it kind of is because he, he's eating them. Yeah. If you got an hour and twenty five minutes or whatever, and you want to like, it is it's it's so absurdly funny. Like it's so <laughs> campy and tacky, and the acting is so over the top terrible that it makes it awesome. The main <laughs> guy is like so great. Yeah, is who is that main guy? Funny? It sounds like the guy who did the voice of uh, Frosty the Snowman in the cartoon. I think, like, he, eh, I think he did do person. voices. I think he did, did he? do voices. I think. 
Ah, oh, yeah, he's so like I don't know, like laid back and kind of slow. Yeah, he's great. Yes, he, he's slow. Yes. Marker wave <laughs> massacre on, on, but is it intentionally funny or is it just like? No, it's intentionally yeah. funny. Yeah, okay. it knows. Yeah, yeah, there's some there's some very intentionally funny parts. Um, and some stuff that's just weird, like me and Larry were talking uh, yes, about he is, the he scene is where the this like girl who just sticks her. Oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah, that is. Him. <laughs> that all makes sense now. Yeah, I was like, I know that sounds familiar. <laughs> what a career he, he's had. He ends up killing his <laughs> wife, and I don't know, but him and the wife don't get along. She gets this big industrial microwave that would never fit in the box it came in, but whatever. Yeah. But, it, but it's, it's basically just, large enough to fit a person inside. Yeah, but it comes in a box like, you know, <laughs> about the size of a regular old microwave. <laughs> it's fun, though. It is fun. It, it is. Fun. It's surprisingly yeah. fun. And there's right. just random well, nudity throughout for no yeah, reason. There's a, Ooh, yeah, there's like, a, I appreciate it. Right in the fi- first <laughs> five minutes, there's nudity. Like, this girl just comes down to this <laughs> construction site and sticks her tits through the hole. And then these two guys, like, chase <laughs> after her to, like, like get these titties. And then, like, right as they get there, she pulls her tits away and leaves. And the guy, like, sticks his head through the hole and, like, starts licking and stuff just in case there's any, like, you know. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty funny. I don't know. But, yeah, there is just oh, random fuck? nudity. Because after he kills his yeah. wife, and he realizes, like, oh, I like to eat these girls up, but I can only eat them if I bang them or whatever. So he starts banging all these hookers and shit. Yeah, he can only, well, like, get it up if he eats them afterwards. Like, yeah. in the microwave, which is <laughs> bizarre. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's huh. weird. But, but it's good. Yeah. It's one of those losers, like, I, I don't know why they made this, but at the same time, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I'm glad they did. Oh, <laughs> How yeah. old is it? 1979. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It looks great. surprisingly good. Like, I thought it was going to look much shittier and, like, you know, low VHS quality, but it, they they cleaned it up nice. It looks like it was shot with a decent camera. I watched half of a movie the other night. Um, I fell asleep. It was on Hulu, I think. It's called, like... I can't remember what it's called, like Vivarium or something like that. And it has Jesse Eisenberg and Imogene Poots in it. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know how to describe this movie. They go to buy a house (laughs) in this housing plan. And it's a weird housing plan. Like the clouds are all weird. Every house looks exactly the same. They're all exactly the same shade of green. And they're there with the real estate agent, and the real estate agent just leaves them there. And they can't figure out how to get out of this plan. They try all night. They're driving. They run out of gas. They can't figure out. They're, like, trapped. There's no other people around. There's nothing. They don't know what the hell's going on. And then, like, they wake up one day, and there's a cardboard box outside, like, the house they're staying in. And um, there's, like, a baby in it. And there's just, like, a note that says, like, if you raise this kid, we'll let you go. But the kid grows real quick, and he's real creepy and shit, at least when he's younger. But then when he becomes an adult, he becomes like kind of a dick, but then I fell asleep. But it's really fucking weird, and I was, I was really into it, and I really want to live in that neighborhood, but uh, I, don't, I don't know how it turns out. I don't, I don't know what happens at the end. But it was, it, was, it, it was decent. It was interesting. It is called Vivarium. Vivarium. Yep. Yep. I think it's on Prime. Oh, is that where it was? I thought I, I thought I it was so. Hulu, but maybe not. I don't know. It's on something. It could be both. Yeah, I've seen a lot of things that are on both. 
It's just a weird. I know. Uh, just a weird. Red movie. Letter Media did a half in the bag on that movie not too long ago. Um, I don't think they were huge fans, but <laughs> I, I like it. it. Sounded all right. It, it's quiet, except for the kid. He like. Yeah. Sometimes he screams. Like when he wants something, he'll just scream. He doesn't say what he he doesn't. It, it's just creepy, man. It's fucking creepy. Hmm. But I don't know. No, I haven't been I watching all that. Kind of watched today. <laughs> um, I went on the shutter today and I was watching. I kind of skimmed through uh, Sadako versus Kayako. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know, know what that is. It's a Japanese movie. It's basically The Ring versus The Grudge. <laughs> like in one movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Like Freddy versus Jason, but for The Ring yeah. and The Grudge. So huh. uh, I was like, all right, I got to see what this fight looks like because I'm sure it's terrible. And, uh, yeah, like, I was, you know, just kind of, you know, I'd stop it every couple of minutes, and I was not seeing anything remotely <laughs> ring or grudge related, just a lot of the people. So I'm like, all right, when are they going to fight? Uh, it's not to, like, the very end, and it's just as bad as you would imagine, saying they're both just, like, you know, dead little girls who <laughs> crawl around and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's pretty lame. <laughs> Like, uh, apparently in Japan, the ring girl does a lot more with her hair. Like, she's, like, kind of like Medusa from the Inhumans, where she's just, like, using her hair like whips and stuff and, <laughs> like, grabbing on to things with it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they kind of just, like, jump at each other near the end and kind of merge into one being, and then that's kind of where the movie ends. That's weird. Like, well, this was terrible. <laughs> Jake, you like, know what I they give put up on Jason Crap, but this is better. They put up the Joe what? Bob version of Sleepaway Camp finally. Oh, shit. Your dream yeah. has come true. So I watched that yesterday. It was awesome because uh, they bring, like, Angela, like, Felissa Rose. Like, she's on for the, most of the, like, other than, the, like, the opening segment. Like, she's on for the rest of the of the show. Oh, nice. Every time they cut back. And, like, she's just giving tips about, like, or not tips, like, you know, just talking shit about the movie. Like, telling you what was going on and shit. And it, was, it was pretty awesome. Like, apparently her and Ricky Talking about how she grew that time, man. They were on again, off again, her and Ricky. Who knew? Yeah. But, yeah, watch out. Did you say why she didn't come back for the second one? No, she never says why she didn't come back. Hmm. Yeah. But, you know, at at one point, uh, Joe Bob goes, all right, uh, you know, listen, uh, we see what was happening there. He goes, "Uh, what's going on with that curling iron? And she's like, I shoved it in her vagina. And he's like, all right, that's what I thought. But, you know, he's like, it's just implied. She's like, the jazz hands doesn't give it away? <laughs> but it was fun. I don't know. So that's up. To, I was happy to see that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, Larry, you know what I've been listening to this week? Um, have you heard about that? Uh, that Kevin from The Office is doing a podcast now? Uh... Yeah, I did hear something about it. <laughs> did him? Yeah, yeah. Like he, it's on YouTube. Um, I think so, but it's also on Spotify. That's where I was listening to it. Uh, okay. Uh, it's called Oral History of the Office. Uh, I think there's like three episodes up already, so I listened to all of those this week. <laughs> Is it any good? Yeah, it's not bad. He's got a lot of interviews with like everybody. It seems like so far. So if I remember, cool. I think it's only, only going to be like. Episodes. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was only going to be like a certain amount of episodes. That was it, right? Yeah, I think that's the plan. Probably only like eight or nine, something like that. Uh, 
No, I haven't hey, looked hey, Larry, at that one yet. My my uh-huh. mother is catching up on The Office. She never watched oh. The Office again. Ooh. Yeah. So she's been watching it like every day, and she just got to the Danny California episodes. Is that his name? Or Robert. His name? Danny. <laughs> Robert California. Robert California. Yeah. Danny California yeah. is she's a, not a fan. Uh, Chili Peppers song. Right, Chili Peppers. I, I could see that. Yeah, he's an acquired yeah. taste. It's not a fan. Yeah, but it, it pays off at the end. Because <laughs> he's, he's he has some good a, moments. He's a phony. You know what I mean? It's all made up. He's like Trump. He just pretends to be this big, important, powerful, smart guy. He's really nothing. He's the fucking well, lizard king. He is so condescending, though. It's He's just so good at it. I, that's yeah. why I picture James Spader in real life. Like I, I think that's just him. That's why he's good at it. I, I can you, see that. I want you stretching out the uh, the neck on my filing knit sweater with your bulbous head. Like I just picture him being that guy, like just always <laughs> snapping at everybody. I hope when they get there on the office, ladies, they'll have him on. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hear yeah, what he's like cool. in real life. Yeah, yeah, I would too. He's probably a nice guy. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Could be. Um. So nothing else? I don't think. Uh, I don't know. Ma- Mackie's I saw that my movie theater's open this weekend, but <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to go. Your movie theaters yeah. are open? <laughs> yeah, they're showing just a bunch of old shit. Like, I think they're showing the first Iron Man and, like, E.T. Okay, and stuff like that. <laughs> when I was on IMDb the other day, it was, like, in theaters this week, and then it was, like, you know, I don't know, Empire Strikes Back, and I was like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> so, oh, they're just bringing old movies back? That's fucking dumb. Yeah. Well, are you well, going? Jake, yeah, I don't I know was, if it's worth would, the risk. What'd you buy tickets for already? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Clerks 2 or whatever. Um, mm. Jake, oh. uh, last night I recorded Flea Market Fantasy with Mike L. and Bex Luther. Um, what did we do? Oh, Adventure Comics 418 with Supergirl and Black Canary or whatever. But afterwards, they were talking that uh, next month, uh, the new Mutants movie is coming out. Are you aware of this? Uh, no. I, I, that thing's been moved around so many times that it's best well, not to even pay attention anymore. I heard something well, about that they were like, doing it at that Comic-Con online that they're doing, but I don't know what that means as oh, far as the release of it goes. Because Mike Ellen and Bex were talking about getting to to review it somehow, and like it's coming out next month, and I'm like, you have movie theaters opening, and he's like, yeah, there's going to be. It. So I'm like, all right, so it's weird. <laughs> I mean, Tenet was holding out for the longest time. That's supposed to come out this month, and I know they eventually pushed. So I don't know. I I kind of don't think anything's going to be coming out in theaters next month, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> Might be one of those twenty bucks things online where you just have to stream it for that. Yeah, that's why I asked definitely not pay. Know it's going to be in the theater. I'm like, oh, all right. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes, I guess, but it seems like... It is Canada. <laughs> in the U.S., the numbers that's just like keep the, going up, so... Yeah. It's like the Wild West in Canada. They do whatever they want. <laughs> Canadian. They got that free health care, so they pretty much cured it already. Yeah. They don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Hey, uh let, Last weekend, Lance was over, and uh, we started talking. He might – it sounded like he he, he might be up for 
an episode of Flea Market Fantasy. He, he said he was really into the Godzilla comics when he was a kid. And I was like, Godzilla? They made comic books for Godzilla? And he, I, I like, thought oh, you were going to say he wanted to come on Mackey's Clubhouse. And I'm like, that son of a bitch. He doesn't come on our, the LCS show. No. Yeah, we don't have guests. We, there's no room. They're already long enough. Don't need, don't need a guest. That's <laughs> true. Um, but yeah, yeah. Flea Market Fantasy, Mike. I'll get Lance on there. You can talk Godzilla. That was a DC comic. I had no idea there were Godzilla Marvel. comic books. Yeah, I no didn't idea. either. No, but it is a Marvel comic. How about that, Jank? Yeah. You ever read Godzillas? No, never did. Nah. But I do remember seeing those those issues around and like the quarter bins and stuff like that. Yeah. I think Next, there might have been. A tr- Transformers crossover oh. or there, something. I don't know. Maybe some. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Anyways, <laughs> go ahead. You know what the dumbest crossover what I've ever seen was? There was like this whole IDW, I believe, was the company. And it was just like zombies invading all these different books, including Transformers. I'm like, what the fuck is a zombie going to do against the Transformers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? going to bite off How this crime? threat? <laughs> Maybe they feed on <laughs> gasoline. Oh, yeah. Could be. <laughs> um, ne- next week on Flea Market Fantasy, we're doing Captain Britain, 26 from 1977. Ooh, nice. This is cool before costume. he got his fancy outfit. This, oh. uh, yeah, but this is before the costume. This is <laughs> early <laughs> Captain Britain. Mm. And, oh, this is like the weird red love. one. He just looks like a butler with a with a tea kettle. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's got like a it's like a lion on the front, sort of like a logo. Yeah. Kind of. Like coat of arms. Do you have like a big medallion or something? Like a big swinging seventies medallion? Uh, I don't know about a medallion. He carries a big stick, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. A rod. <laughs> Got a big rod, Larry. Mm. <laughs> old swinging rod that he oh, takes with him. Yeah. My thing. So, um, yeah, Captain Burton. All right. Yeah, I got nothing else. We got to thank Todd mm-hmm. again. The big Zoom concert. Todd's July Zim gig uh, this Monday the 20th at 9.30 p.m. Look at our Twitters for the the details. I'm sure we'll be tweeting them out here soon. Um, otherwise, uh, that's about it. Thanks to Jank. Pick better Thanks, movies, Jank. Pick better movies. <laughs> uh, yep, <laughs> that's my plan. I'm going to spend all month thinking about it. And I'll, uh, uh, I'll let you know about the Gary Coleman selection, but... Uh, Right. Yeah, I tried looking around, and I'm not finding much either. Well, there are a lot of movies <laughs> called sworn Playing I, with I Fire. I saw like we could watch it, though. I could have sworn there was a – I found a link because I jumped ahead and I was like, oh, yeah, they got the full movie, but now it's gone. So I don't know. I'm not going out of my way to watch this. I can tell you that. If I got to, like, hook things <laughs> up and get a <laughs> verification code emailed to me and shit, I'm out. It's only on Betamax. <laughs> yeah, laser disc. <laughs> Uh, Mackey's Clubhouse. That's every Wednesday, right? Yeah, Jack? every Wednesday. Yeah, yep. we're and about halfway through season two at this point. Yeah, about halfway through. So it's going. And um, what about original Janksters? We doing that this weekend? Any any? Ah, uh, we might be actually. There's been there's been rumblings. Uh oh. Pete's, <laughs> Pete's busy making games right now, so. I don't know if he has time for <laughs> podcasting. He's board gaming. Seems like he makes uh, a game about every week and a half. It does, yeah, I do. I mean, I don't follow him as closely as you do, but it seems like when I see something from Pete, it's something about a new game he just made. <laughs> yep. He doesn't even want the old machine. game to catch on yet. <laughs> yeah. 
You gotta give it time. Look forward you know? easily. Yeah. I don't think seven days is enough time for something to catch on like that. <laughs> well, it wasn't for anything bad. Their PCP or whatever they're making it just off. Seven days it was around the world. Yeah. Well, days. that's different. <laughs> yeah, that's drugs. Yeah, There's like always a demand game. for that. Yeah. Everyone had to get no. that blue. Had to get the blue. <laughs> Let me ask you something real quick, Jank. Like, what is the demand on board games these days? Because I can imagine, like, even when I was a kid, it wasn't high. It can't. It, it has to be minuscule <laughs> at this point. Hipsters. Thirty to fifty hipsters. Yeah, like I mean, I kind of feel like my comic book store sells more in games than than they do in comics anymore. To be honest, huh. <laughs> probably games and Funkos are more of a market than the comic book market at this point. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like a of- I like a board game. Since you mentioned them, Jank, what's the Funko count up to? Oh, man. Um, I've lost count a little <laughs> bit, but it's something like 52. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I did just get a uh, – uh, well, I have a reptile from Mortal Kombat now who is actually just the Sub-Zero that I painted. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, doctor- he's, he's customizing his own he's pops. He's customizing his Funkos now. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yep, I've made the leap. Into Michael, super nerd. Yeah. They got the killer clowns in a Funko. <laughs> they do. They do you have any cool. of those? Not yet. Maybe yeah. I should. <laughs> Not yet. It'll remind me of my my defeat here today. Well, I don't know. I didn't hate this movie. Like it's not a great movie, but I didn't expect it to be a great movie. It's no microwave massacre. Yeah. But few few things. <laughs> True. <laughs> they need to make that as a Funko. Oh God. The, the old woman in the microwave. I need an Angela Funko. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about, Jank? <laughs> yeah, on display. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Captain Britain with her huge rod. All right. I, well, I don't <laughs> want to spoil anything, but all right. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you tomorrow or whatever. All right. Or or you'll find out yourself if you watch that thing. But about the about the final scene. There, there, there's something about that. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's a real person. It's memorable. Did you know that? No. Yeah, that's a that's a real person with like a a wig on or whatever. Some kid from Albany <laughs> State who they gave like two hundred fifty bucks to to show up. <laughs> I always thought it was a I always thought it was like you know a model or whatever, but nah, it, it's a real kid. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. All right. So uh, what else? Uh, one nine books. We can go there. Todd's got a new thing coming out in just under three weeks. Check three weeks from now. Should be ready to go. African Shepherd with a picture of Greensburg on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Flea Market Fantasy, that comes out every Tuesday, I think. Right, Mike Dow? Correct. Correct. Yeah, every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. All right, so look for that on Tuesdays. And then Tuffy isn't here, so... Fuck him. All right. Till then, <laughs> pass the gin, Governor.
Thank you very much.